Wakey, wakey, Iggy, Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. So, that happened. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show. Two hours on a Tuesday on the West Coast with the best friends you'll never meet. It's a cacophony of conversation. And all those buzzwords I've been working on. I am a host. Uh, uh, My name is Marty Yu. And I'm Diesel Ned. I have a, I thought of a sentence, which is, uh, we fling banter and ideas around like monkeys flinging popcorn. Monkeys don't fling popcorn. Have you ever given them a big bucket of popcorn? They eat it. When they are full, they fling... <laughs> They fling the rest. When, they, when they're full, they poop, and then they fling the poop. I did not want to say it. No, I didn't say that. Hey, if you're walking with, on Periscope right now, watching us, uh, you can't leave comments because we're not looking at them, because I have the screen pointed the wrong way. Uh, but there's a guy there who's not saying anything. He's not going to say anything the whole show, but everybody wants him there in the show. So here he is. Uh, his name is Steve Kruger. Steve, don't say anything. Hello, so, Stephen. Um, I went to a relative's funeral this past weekend. Oh. And uh, yeah, I was at a big church and it was a very touching ceremony. And, you know, and I totally like appreciated and I, and I got the, the importance of belief and ritual as a way for us to cope, you know, from, uh, with such a huge loss. Yeah. And, you know, people were speaking and it was just, it was impossible not to be moved. But then it quickly turned tits up when the priest started proselytizing and, and challenging people to embrace Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ so they could be in heaven like this person who passed away did. And, uh, you know, oh boy. yeah. And it, he was so condescending and patronizing, just like, why wouldn't you want to be in the embrace of God? <gasps> oh my and goodness. I was just gritting my teeth, just muttering myself, like just muttering, just like, and we were there to celebrate the life of a loved one, not to recruit for the church. And it got me thinking about just religion in, in general and how the government treats it, no pun intended, like some sort of sacred thing when, when we're, there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. And so for those of you don't, who don't know, uh, in other countries, churches, religions have tax-exempt status here and they don't have to pay taxes. And, uh, you know, we're getting this massive sales pitch Basically, not asking directly for money, but asking for allegiance to this church, you know, and, and which eventually leads to giving them money for this massive, giant, huge church on this giant plot of land in the very expensive part of New Jersey. And I just didn't, don't understand why they get tax exempt status. It's Steve, don't, don't weigh in on this, okay? Do you mind? Uh, but I, I want to know your thoughts, though. Except, Steve, just. Um, he he have a cute Stephen have a cute little smug look on his face, like he's holding it in. You have a down smile, one of those smiles that is a smile and a frown at the same time. <laughs> but your eyes betray your true feelings. He have beautiful smile lines. Your skin look very fresh today. Did you exfoliate? Don't answer. Do not answer. You know, uh, after he move away, we could just pretend that he's here. <laughs> In fact, he's already moved away. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well, and, but, and for those of you who are wondering, Bill is on an audition, so let's wish him the best of luck selling speed stick or whatever it is. Speed stick. <laughs> Bye, man. 
I think um, that religion, uh, it confused me. And like I am on most issues, I'm squarely on the fence because I see both sides. I was at the synagogue this weekend for my friend's son's bar mitzvah. Uh, yeah, where they don't pay taxes. And it was a beautiful ceremony, and it was really joyful, the whole service, and the whole place, he did not proselytize. He was very inclusive. He say when he called to us to shout out things for which we are thankful, he say you don't even have to say God or think of it as God, but maybe just a tree or this beautiful weather or your loved ones. So he was really making for everybody to come together and not have to believe in God if you don't want to. Um, and and so I like that, and I can feel the community and the joy that is built. Right, right. That have great value Absolutely. in society. So why shouldn't they pay taxes then? Um, because you know, it's I don't know. Uh, it seems like they don't earn the money; they just rely on donations. I guess that's a way to earn money. By the way, uh, earn. I mean, uh, chime in at uh, Nooner Dan Marty. Follow us on uh, Tumblr. That's TuesdaysMornings.tumblr.com. Yeah. Or email us at NoonerPodcast.gmail.com. Steve, what do you think about or that? Or come by. Uh, our address is 1375. Hey, it's Steve. <laughs> Just stop on by. Come by the studio. <laughs> uh, do you have an opinion about that? I did not exfoliate, but I do use a, uh, a cream called Sulfoderm. Sulfoderm? Yeah, I suffer from... Uh, I'm not going to put anything called sulfur. Sulfur, sulfur. I guess then no. Sulfur was used in the in World War One as a an antibiotic. Was it? Mm -hmm. uh, sulfur is great for you, but it's this cream that gets rid of uh, like irritations and stuff, like uh, <laughs> bacteria trapped underneath them. It's, it's a wonderful cream. Is but that, it, does it work is on that people? Why uh, Bill is not here today? <laughs> why? <laughs> because you cream you cream your face to get rid of irritations, and so Bill. Bill, don't show up. Doesn't work on Bill. <laughs> uh, apparently it did. He's too strong. No, it, uh, but it smells horrible. Like eggs. Like a fart. Like eggy. Like, like you have bad breath and you've been eating eggs and someone farted in your mouth and you're breathing it back <laughs> into them. Oh, I hate when that happens. Uh, you know that smell? But Lance mm. Mountain has... has adopted it because she has some everyone has little skin issues it's an amazing product it's expensive because it's volcanic ash oh and uh, you get it like a hippie place where you would look very at home sulfur uh, what what is the improvements what you have noticed um can you like, buy it used yeah sure let me scrape some off my cheek for you uh well I don't have zits but if you have a zit you put it on and it's gone in like a day so it dry up uh, no it doesn't dry up it does it has oh. it's got the sulfur gets into your pores and does something it's not like a benzoyl peroxide but anyway it's magic what what was the question uh, why, religion why but do, can why, I or can why I why do, do churches get a tax exempt status because they're very powerful oh is that, that it? it why do you think corporations don't pay taxes. Yeah, but at least uh, on paper they're supposed to. You know, there's a corporate tax rate. There's not a religious tax rate. Um, I mean, the, the problem is there's a fuzzy delineation of the definition of a church. Like the Church of Scientology has a tax exempt status. Easy. Even Settle. when they demand outrageous hey, sums hey, of money hey, hey, for hey, their hey. courses. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, I'm listening to the Going Clear book on tape or audio book. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. 
Well, okay, even giant mega churches, they don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. And this past spring, there's this um, pastor from Atlanta, mega church guy. His name is Creflo Dollar. That's it says something about him. That's a fake name. Uh, probably. But he was soliciting donations so that he could buy a $65 million Gulfstream jet. And he would have to pay zero taxes on all How is that different donations. than Kickstarter? Because uh, uh, he's promising nothing but more sermonizing. He's promising you a place in heaven. That's better than a he's t-shirt. Even... How are those t-shirts coming? <laughs> uh, they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it's really hard to... Um, I, I, how to say this? It, I find it easy for me to get caught up in judging what other people believe and how stupid they are and why do they spend their that, money though. this way or that way. Uh, no, no. I, I, people, if his followers, he have inspired them to buy him this thing, I don't agree with it personally. I, w- I would not want to give money for a Gulf Stream. But indirectly we have. By not by giving him tax advance uh, right. exempt status. Right. I see what like, you're saying. There was a there was yeah, a, but a church last month that applied for tax exempt status in Indiana and they were granted it and it's the first church of marijuana. Mm. And it's a big pot smoking church and this guy's like, I can't believe they gave us tax exempt status. Big blunt in his mouth. You know, like that it's almost like he's mocking the system, which is, I think, fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. But if you're an atheist, you can't get any sort of tax exempt status for your non-belief. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So uh, where is the equity in that? And because I'm, I have conju- conviction and I have empathy and I have, uh, you know, I want to serve my community, but I can't get tax exempt status because I don't believe in something that I think is fake. Yeah, I think what what I was going to say is for me. All I can do is just keep trying to be kind. There's, but the, there's that hard line she takes. Oh yeah, I know, every issue. I, I, don't know I will knit through it. No, I'll knit, and the problem will go away. <laughs> Knitting no, will not, not get you out of this. Listen, but can I finish? All, <laughs> I could not. I just finish. wanted to yell. But be quiet all for like of 10 this, minutes. I know you did well. Yeah. But listen, I listen. The knitting is no different than the <laughs> arguing. Neither of those things is going to solve it. But maybe with some understanding and kindness, people can calm down but and still... decide to live more equitably. But that, that is totally irrelevant to what I'm asking, like about okay. the taxes. Okay. All right, I will. So, uh, wait, since... so like religions <laughs> impose on society, yeah, I... they get free roads, police, fire departments, military protection, but they pay no taxes. Yeah, this is good point. And this is like churches, schools, religious organizations. And it's fucked up because I don't want my money going to serve their prosperity, their $65 million Gulfstream jet, and indirectly we're supporting them. And so the the, pri- the trade-off is religious organizations are not t- allowed to give political speeches from the pulpit. They cannot electioneer for, uh, you know, Rick Santorum or whatever they want. Or Hillary. Or Hillary. Um, Mostly Rick Santorum. More, yeah. Well, Hillary's favorite book is the Bible, so she's sure it on is. the record. Reads it every night. Mm-hmm. That's her favorite book? That's what she said. Yeah. I- she said, I know this is sounds going to, no, you're not going to believe no, me, okay, but it's okay. the Bible. Sure, I like sure. I like Jonathan Friends and uh, the corrections. Okay, but so, better than the Bible. 
for so me. So the government gets to put... It was really put, interesting. So the government gets to put a muzzle on the church. So that's that's church and state mingling. And at the same time, churches ignore them. They sermonize and, and whatever. They, they get political. It's hard for them not to. Uh, and then, they, you know, my feeling is like they should they should apply for tax-exempt status like any other tax-exempt organization, you know, they're non-profit. So, and they should be non-profit. But when you see some guy, these people profiteering off this stuff and living like kings, um, that is where you, I just don't have any sympathy for them. Yes, but here's, I, I agree with you, Marty. And then I, it would also give them wait, a chance to, oh. to speak freely, not like I'm letting you, but <laughs> they, they would they get to electioneer and then they could say whatever the fuck they want. From, Marty. I don't disagree with you, but what I'm saying is this fellow, Creflo Dollar, and, and Darren uh, kindly pointed out that he was raising money to replace his jet. Either way, he's still buying a jet with other people's I money. I agree. His old one got a little scuffed up, so he needed a new one. But anyway, uh, he's raising money. If What is it that have convinced all these people, his... his uh, parishioners, I guess, mm-hmm. to give him this money for a jet. He have some hold on them, right? Some Something he is saying or giving to them, they like it and they want it. I don't and, have a problem with that. Right, right. But if you want to convince them to feel otherwise, how are you going to do that by just storming in and going, this is crazy and that guy's wrong? No, I'm, they I'm, won't respect you. I'm not you. saying that at all. I'm just saying he should pay taxes, just like oh. the rest of us. Oh, I see what you're saying. She finally listened to your point. <laughs> she just wants to talk. The crazy, the crazy knitting lady needs to talk. Well, to answer, to actually answer your your uh, your premise. <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way, if we could all just knit and make tempe loaf and feel good about each other, you know, that, it would be good. It would it be, be good. good. Yes, I, I live on it's planet Earth. I, tempe loaf. I, I know you're you're in some sort. Yeah, you're in you're the back aisle of a whole, of a Whole Foods knockoff somewhere in right, Oregon. Granny's Pantry, exactly. You go to that place. I like that guy. Okay, right. I live on Earth. <laughs> Along with you, Marty, not not this uh, hippie alien, and I I, I agree with you uh, in my character. But this is going to come off uh, elitist, but yeah. there's 350 million ding dongs in this country, and about one percent of uh, this population of this earth uh, of this country, Earth, same thing, right. are actually right. high functioning, like the people at this table, and the rest. Are, and the listeners, then. And, the, and our listeners and your immediate family. But most of this country, <laughs> if you've driven through the center of it, are uh, mouth-breathing ding-dongs who need religion. We need them right. to find this guy and find something. Or they would rise up and go, oh, wait, I'm just a Waffle House waitress and I have nothing to live for. Let's, I don't know, go to Beverly Hills and just rip people apart. Like It, it is what keeps the the uh the lower class kind of uh sated or well, also or, at this funeral these were very wealthy people and they were they were comforted by it so sure sure so. no I, i'm not bashing religion because it has a has a place but, absolutely but um you know uh, in china i don't know i was thinking about china all morning because they're showing star wars for the first time in <laughs> shanghai and how I, is that subversive there's got to be some sort of subversive element that oh it's about a rebellion wait exactly 
Um, they keep their people down by the religion of the the state. Right. You, they right. love the country that is their right. Catholic church. When people say like Stalin was an atheist, well, he was taking the place of God. He was putting yes. this. Yeah, it's not Kim Jong Un is is in that same mode. Right. But, Right. Here in America, I, I, yes, on paper we should tax churches. They're they're making money for free, and yep. at some point, someone said, "Why don't I just start a religion and turn it into a business?" And right. his name was L. Ron Hubbard, and I pray at his altar every day down on Fountain mm-hmm. at the uh, at the mothership. I mean, he's a genius. Are you uh, your OT? What what level? Are you? I'm OT six. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I've been going to University of Phoenix Scientology <laughs> intensive studies on the weekends. That's um, an online course. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, but you go fighting thetans. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it, uh, then I think a little more about how this country works, and we need religion. This is the sure. What who said the opiate of the masses? Uh, Ted, uh, Ted Cruz, Ma- Marshall McLuhan. No, I think it was a little earlier than that. Oh, but it was uh, um, but... when you meet, as I like to say about the entertainment industry, when you meet the demo, when you actually meet the people you're making. Stuff for you Karl realize. Marx, duh. Was that Karl yeah. Marx? Okay. Oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, the, guy, the guy that created the Sex Pistols, would you say? Are you thinking of Richard Marx? Yeah, no, sunglasses no. at night. No, this is the greatest. Marshall McLaren. I, I, oh, I know. I'm fucking. I met one of them. Sunglasses at night. That's Richard Marx. I thought that was no, Paul. That's Corey. Corey, Corey Hart. Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Showing our age. Wow, we went from. Marx, Karl Marx, to Corey, to Corey Hart, in like, it, like, just a tick of tick of the clock. Oh, wow, that's why you listen, people. It was Holy like slip, slipping into a warm bath, dude. I think I'm gonna have a stroke. My, I do you smell burning toast? My brain is freaking out. So, to the point, and not not to dismiss uh, Lady uh, Tempe Loaf's thoughts about can we all just get along? Tempe Loaf. How do we control these ding dongs that? Might rise up and might go. Uh, I want a piece of the pie. It it keeps them in, in an elitist way in their place, and I, well, that's why I'm okay with it. Well, I sure. Sorry, poor people. <laughs> no, but I think church is fine, but just pay taxes. You guys make <laughs> really good points. <laughs> You're all so smart. No, you know, um, at the end of this type of conversations, really, all you can say is two things: one, time, knit, knit through it. Time will tell, yes. and two. Buyer beware. (laughs) (laughs) And three, reuse, recycle. And four, on the other hand, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Who died? um, The relative. Okay. This past week, um, I was actually in, the the funeral was in Red Hook. Brooklyn. No. um, Queens. No, New Jersey. That's where Kevin's, it was like. We were blocks away from the where they record the other oh, podcast. Did you pop in? In my suit? Yeah, I was like, hey, can we just just get off this procession just for a second? <laughs> and I just want to pop in and just get a selfie with Ming. Oh, boy. Yeah, didn't happen. Um, but you were also in New York at the same yes, time. Yes, I was. How, how was it? It was for my friend's son's bar mitzvah, uh-huh. and it was wonderful. I heard you had some encounters. We, yes, I did. I was going to tweet a picture because we was walking down the street and up ahead we say, oh look, there's some group of people. It looked like a film shoot of some sort. And as we walk up, one of the ADs uh, said to us, please don't 
stop where you are and be quiet with filming. And we say, okay, no problem. And then 30 seconds later, we hear cut and we can walk on. And guess who ran by me? Don't know. The little cute kid with the bug eyes and the hoodie from Mr. Robot. Is he a little guy? Uh, no, he was about my height. He's maybe, how tall am I? Five nine? Mm-hmm. He's maybe that, maybe a little taller. Anyway, he come running by me and I say, oh, oh, this is the robot. This is Mr. Robot. And then who do I see? Who do I see? But Mr. Robot himself? Yes, I'm going to tweet out a picture. I see Mr. Christian Slater. And there he was. What did you say to him? I, I said to him, oh, Hello, sir. May I take for me a selfie with you? And he say, Oh, yes. And he stand near to me. And I, and I had, and then I could not figure out my stupid phone. So I look like a real dumb But finally I do. And he was really nice. Oh, that's really great. He stood still and smiled. I, yes, I did see the picture. I could not ask What for a more. delight. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, the city was beautiful. I, oh, I saw. Great. It was you, very warm. You had put a Facebook picture of yourself on the High Line, mm-hmm. and we walk on the High Line too, but I think the day before you. I went every day. Yeah. Every day to the High Line? I went running on it. <gasps> You're so special. Mm-hmm. What time did so, you go? Because the, it's really the, crowded. In the morning, it was very it was very empty. So the High Line is they converted these uh, elevated train tracks that had been abandoned into a park space, and it's really beautiful up there. And it's like, so, like, I, you know, New York is just such a... a great place yeah and it's i enjoy really it fun. more and more but i'm convinced i could never live there because it's too crowded too hot in the summer and it's way too expensive but the high line is the one free thing that you should do <laughs> it's, it's really one of many beautiful yeah it was all green and beautiful plantings and lots lush. of volunteers there yeah. working and it's just such a great place to uh, to visit and it's a great place to live when you're in your 20s, when you're surrounded by a bunch of other... Or if you have a lot of, lot of money. Well, yeah. But you, you, I think when you're in your, your 20s, you can shack up with a bunch of other people and it doesn't feel like, you know, that's what you're su- kind of supposed to do. And yeah. Being around all these hipsters. Yeah. But the older you get, it becomes more expensive because you want your own space and that becomes more expensive. And then you have kids and private schools are more expensive than college. And so, like, the only people who get rich there, live there are just, like, rich douchebags, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. But if you've never wait, been... Wait, wait, wait. What? I, I met a lot of people who was not rich douchebags. Oh, really? Well, it's just... I can't imagine how they do it. Then. I was talking to a lady who have a new rescue dog, and I talked to some other guy who was selling popsicles. They seem nice. The th- thing about... I noticed is that as you walk through New York, <laughs> you just see so many faces. And yes. like interesting faces, really attractive people, idiots. And then for a guy who doesn't leave the house, it's like a sensory overload. Yeah. Did you, know you find, I mean? did you find at the end of the day, you have to come home and just close your eyes? Yeah. 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 I spent a lot of time <laughs> by myself, too. but, um, yeah. And, and then you see these faces and you, immediately when you see a face, you try to recognize it, you know, you try to associate it. So you start making all these weird associations like, oh, that person looks like uh, a young Amy Schumer. That's baby Schumer. And there's a hipster Vin Diesel with uh, with hair. And it's uh, Kristen Stewart's uh, lesbian sister. Oh, I mean, sister Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a weird thing. Do, I mean, do you encounter that? Like, cause in any You're in Los city, Angeles? No, and when you're in New York. Because in any other city, you don't really see that as many people at a time. 
I did that in, in Beijing because there's a lot oh, right. of ba- a lot of faces. That's like Marty. That guy just passed Marty. me. Wait, that guy was just was he just actually? They all look very different. It's not. Uh, I know. It's yeah. that's a that's not true. Um, I I I don't play that game so much in New York. I just like the variety of of a Manhattan or Brooklyn. I like seeing. In, in one corner of the street, the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Like, God, that guy must be a model. And then down the other street is a homeless person bathing in, in a pool of, <laughs> like, in a puddle, you know, like, washing themselves. It's just one of those. I can't believe this is on. We're, what street are we? We're on 6th Avenue, and this is this is happening. <laughs> right. Just, just the tilt of the head. You're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So they're, I'm always taken by the variety of. Of everything. Of everything. Yeah. Um, and just. I. I don't do the the what they look like. I just imagine uh, their backstory. I always, oh right. I'm always. Uh, I rewatched Wolf of Wall Street one night, and how'd that do for you? It actually got better. I didn't like it at first, but the scene with Matthew McConaughey, I've watched so many times, and uh, the background actors, actors. Uh, I have created backstories for them because I've watched it so many times. Are you gonna? Are you gonna do write the Rosencrantz and Gildan? There the you go. Yeah, the, the woman in the background, like, why is that guy tapping his chest? Going, uh, 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 uh. is that guy doing cocaine? At uh, anyway, it's the eighties. That's awesome that that <laughs> that you appreciate the Because there's so many times when you see it, you just see somebody just. Uh, sort of miming an action, and they're like drinking or lifting a cup to their lips, but not actually drinking. You know, and yeah, it really stands out. Well, for those who don't make movies, the people in the background are miming it. They're not. They're not supposed to make any noise. So, anytime you see a club scene with dancing and characters are talking, it's a bunch of extras who have been standing waiting for ten hours to shoot, yeah. doing just pantomiming like a dance. Background action. And ex- back- And they just start. You know, um, so. That's such a long scene with Leonardo DiCaprio and Matthew McConaughey. It's really long. So you get a lot of shots of the out-of-focus background people. That's awesome. And I'm just like, oh, she she lives in Staten Island, and she's fucking that guy who's married to a, <laughs> like a, a whole narrative. There's an extra movie going on in my head. So I do that like on the subway in New York. I'm like, this guy's going to go fuck a prostitute, but his wife thinks he's really... It was so fucking hot there, and the subway was like the coolest place. I love the subway, and no, no graffiti. Everyone was pretty nice. No, it was really nice there. I found a beautiful uh, poem on the subway. They put poetry out there. Oh, in the sign, it wasn't like somebody <clears throat> left it. Uh, okay. No, it was a, a poster on the subway. I'm gonna. Can I read it to you, really? Yeah. F- before you do, uh, just uh, so everyone knows. Malcolm McLaren, not Marshall McLaren, and Red Bank, not Red Hook. Thank you, Darren. Yeah, Darren is really great and helpful. Are we going to do the top of the half hour? Are we going to do this now, 930? It's the top of the half hour in the Smod Coast Morning Show. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) No, it's okay. I just made... I just... I can do it. Every half hour. Should we do the weather news real quick? Um, Oh, so I guess our Twitter, our Periscope stream's not great. Sorry about that. A big fancy phone. But. So here is the poem what I saw on the subway. It is called Heaven. Do we have rights to do this? It's by Patrick Phillips. And he was born in 1970. Patrick Phillips. And this is called Heaven. It will be the past and we'll live there together. Not as it was to live, but as it is remembered. It will be the past. We'll all go back together. Everyone we ever loved and lost and must remember. 
It will be the best, and it will last forever. As soon as poetry starts, I kind of tune out, and I just kind of think, well, say what you mean. Say what you mean. Okay. Say what, you mean. what does it mean? It will be the best, and everyone will be there together. What's it? Heaven. The title, Heaven. Oh. I can't help you with this, Marty. If, if poetry is not for you, that's okay. Yeah. We can just keep it for the people who like it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying that I'm, I want to understand it, but yeah, but it's not in my. Uh, it seems like a, a poetry was written specifically for college students. Mm. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna code this, these words, and some a hundred years from now, a, a kid in a class will have to read it and then write a paper about what it meant and figure it out. But why don't you just tell me what it means? They just don't seem. And I took some poetry classes in college because I'm an asshole. With like an actual Those poet, poet guide. What? Those two things aren't related. No. You're an asshole for other reasons. For other reasons. But I just, I'm going to take a poetry class and wrote poems. Not very well, because I'm not a poet. But the guy who taught it was like a published poet. He was like a real ass-cold Melnichuk. Like, how, how am I ever going <laughs> to fucking forget that name? <laughs> uh, ass-cold Melnichuk. Cord? A-S-K-O-L-D, I believe. Ass-cold. Yeah, black guy. Um, no. Uh... <laughs> But I, I just, I thought, why not just tell me the story and let me figure out what you're trying to say? But it's so, it's like reading well, code. I think um, the. I actually I, agree with Marty for once. What I like about poetry is the chance to um, let the words seep into me and uh, imbue me with emotion, even as they give me an intellectual concept mm. so it, this poem to me is different than just saying well here is my idea of what heaven is here is an intellectual concept but because the poet have used uh, a repetition of words and sort of a spiraling of words with the repeat of the same phrases a little bit different he's inviting us to let this feeling wash over us and sort of swirl the way the words swirl, to swirl in a concept of heaven. It's very peaceful and lyrical, and it gives um, an emotion at the same time as an intellectual. That is my, my feeling. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I mean, there are things that make me feel emotion that I don't quite know why. And then, and you know, like a painting or, or a song or sometimes a poem. But yeah. I just, but then... You know, when I start to think about it, and I think about why, I just... Yeah. But I like lyrics. Like, I, there are songs where there's a line that means so much to me. But it's yeah. because it's being performed. Right. Where most poetry, because the poets are dead, you're reading in, in your own stupid voice. <laughs> and, like, what word is that? And it's it's like if I handed you a, 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 some sheet music. Are you a musician? Uh, no. But you would look at, at Help by the Beatles and go, I don't know, it's just a bunch of notes. And, and with words, help. And, yeah. But when okay, you hear so, it, you so feel it. So it's not for you then. No, it. Is. <laughs> <laughs> but when this ass cold Melnichuk guy would read his poems, I felt something because yeah. he was performing them. They were nice. his words. But then I would read them, and I would just like Marty. I I would just. Why is this in a comic book or something? Right. Why, what's the but story? The, but then when I read like some of the some of E. Cummings stuff, like there is a visual component that I find just in the way things are laid out, and I find that very interesting. You know. So I don't know. 
I don't know. We're not going to solve it this We're week, not, kids. No, no. Next Let's week. Let's put a pin in it, pin in it for hey, how poetry. That, how about that E3? Did you check out the yeah. uh, Star Wars Battle, Battlefront gameplay? It was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, it looks okay? far more interesting than the than the J.J. Abrams movie. How I was dare you. so excited. It's a two-hander, Marty. Oh. They go hand in hand. <laughs> One holds the other up. Do you, One set of footprints on the beach. I actually do follow E3 and... and you know, get excited about stuff, but then I end up never playing the game because I'm scared to to get addicted to a game. I at, yes, Lance Mountain worked E3. She was there all all weekend oh, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, nice. that's one of her jobs uh, for Microsoft. Or I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know what she does, but uh, she was there, and the nerds are up in arms. I mean, they that is like about that, what? Just uh, about that game that they're going to they went on Kickstarter. They want to do a third version of I forgot the name of the game, yeah, but yeah. they raised a million dollars. 2 million dollars in like a day. Yeah, 2 million dollars. Yeah. I know that it's uh, find out what. That I it's it's exciting because um, you know, the the entertainment business is kind of a cynical mean Shenmue 3. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, even when we have our festivals and our little get-togethers, it's very show-busy and networky. And the uh, the, the only sort of uh, the outlier to that would, I guess, would be uh, Comic Con, which is sort of it's morphed into show business. It used to be about comics, and now right, it's right. like movies and like TV shows that have nothing to do with com- like you know NCIS is there. Like, what does that have to do with comics? I don't know. There's just like, there's a lot of people here, and we got to get them excited, but. I love that they're fanatics. I love that yeah. there's a picture of a guy standing up. Like he, he had to stand up. He's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, that fucking put Star Wars is so it." He stood up like it's a it's a religion for for others for yeah. nerds. And, yeah. and I, I I appreciate that. I wish I could get that excited about and Matt Stone, Trey Parker. They announced the fractured but whole the sequel to their their South Park game. Yeah, and that that I was excited about that. And the trailer was really funny. They shouldn't pay taxes either. They shouldn't. Video games no, exactly. should be taxed. Yeah, EA should not have to pay Fuck taxes. Them. But I am with you. I see the games and I say, I'm going to get that. And then I realize I'm still trying to beat Vice City from like eight <laughs> years ago. Like I still have, I have a lot of projects I'm still behind on. Yeah. So I put like 80 hours into Skyrim, and oh. then, but I have no interest in going back and finishing. I'm like, like, you know. Giselle, this is like knitting, but for boys. Yeah, uh, you guys is happy, and so that make me happy. What I do because I'm such a cheap. It's just not for you. It's not just a cheap thing I do. It's also it's practical. Is I just download the demo, which only gives you a certain oh, amount yeah. of either time to play right. or one world, and I, I beat I beat it. And I go great. I'm done. I'm moving on. I don't need the game, so I don't spend sixty dollars on a game, and I I'm done. I've I've beaten it. Yeah, that's yeah. So you have the sense of completion. Yep, did it. Yeah, I don't mind it if a game's too short. No, know? no, no, short. I'm done. Like, great. Por- next, Portal next is fine. Yep, Portal's cool. a great game, and it's short. Didn't pay a penny. Um, Askold Melnichuk has since written novels. Oh, Darren wants wonderful. us to know. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Um, did you anyone see uh, Jurassic World? No. I did not. It's the biggest opening ever. Yes. Of a movie. Half a billion dollars in a weekend. Wow. Yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide. Not in America. Not in America. That's a lot of money. It's a shitload of money. Good for them. Good for whoever's Pratt, whoever them is. Yeah. Did um, people go see it because of Chris Pratt or No, I think they, well I think sure why not? But also, I mean, it's Jurassic He's not a worldwide star yet. Though he's he, now. though he will be. He is now, now. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Good for him. Um, the fat guy from uh 
from Parks and Rec. I all know. of a sudden, I just remember star. like when I, the very first uh, episode, I was like, oh, that guy's annoying. And I think he's great. He's wonderful. Yeah. Um, do you have a feeling about Chris Pratt? Um, was he the one who was dancing at the beginning of the movie with the tree and the raccoon? Yes. I did not think he was a very natural dancer. I but, thought that the overcoat was doing most of the work. <laughs> <sighs> Fair enough. Okay. But um, he seemed to have a pleasant face. Um, can he cry? Oh, That's the test. The he's Giselta. taking lessons from well, Julianne Moore. Whoever Julianne Moore's cry coach is. So uh, another ginger actress, Bryce Dallas Howard, who happens to be in Jurassic World. Yes. She apparently can cry and on command. Oh. So she was on uh, Conan, and she uh, he was challenging her to do it. So he's talking about shopping at Home Depot. I'm, I'm already crying. And uh, yeah, here I'm just going to play a little clip of it. So so you can have a new actress, ginger actress, actress to get excited about. Home Depot, and I just think to myself, my God, her, Home Depot. Her eyes are welling up. How do you do this incredible thing? You give so much her, and you get so her little. Her eyes are return. welling up. I mean, some people pay for the stuff, but are they really paying you enough for what it's worth? They're not really paying you what you really should have. And I think that at some point, people should actually give Home Depot what they're due, because it's not me. It's a company. It's in a company that should be compensated. Oh, and then the tears come. The tears come, and. Yeah, and it's just the charmingest thing, you know. It's very cute. And she have a real skill. <laughs> she have a natural talent. Apparently, that's all there. you need in Giselle's world. Yeah, to just, cry. Just, just cry. It's, it's a, a mechanical she, thing. It's a, well, I'm impressed with it. You know what I like? I, those ladies who can make uh, fifty hula hoops go around their body at the same they're time. They're great actresses. Great, <laughs> one of the greats. Uh, what's her name from? Uh, uh, Dame Judy Dench can do that. She can do fifty uh, hula hoops. Hula hoops. It's that's really how, that's a, how she got her. That's it's a how sight she, to see. <laughs> Judy Dench. You look like a human tornado yes. when you do it. I but okay. Uh, the actors listening, of which there are probably none, uh, to cry is a skill in in the acting world. But you could imagine something sad. You could I don't know rub something in your eyes and make water come out. But I think it's I challenge the room that. That it's harder to laugh, to to act laughing. Yes, that, that, I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, articulating correctly. But okay, we're shooting the scene 19 times. You say something hilarious and you laugh like it's the funniest. that's right. It is hard. To, that's hard to do. A, yes. a laugh to laugh to, for to, real on command. Yeah, and, let, and let, not not sound like a like a. <laughs> that right. sounds fake. That's okay. not how I laugh. Let me try it. Okay, you're gonna okay. make me laugh. Oh, okay. you're gonna. No, laugh. I'm going to laugh. Okay, so. Uh, in 1932, <laughs> Hitler began the Oh my God, that makes me think that all the laughter you've done in front of fake. me is all fake. No, it's all real. That was the first one that was okay, fake. Okay, Giselle, let me tell you about my... Uh, was that good? That was very good. My great aunt was uh, a survivor. She was in the camps. Um, and I met I'm not going to I, laugh at when that. When I met her as a no, child, no, no. I, I looked at her arm and I said, why do you have a tattoo of numbers? No, Are those your no, lucky no. numbers? And she went, go ahead, laugh. Let's laugh. And she's, and she's, she, now I can't not laugh. <laughs> now you're really laughing. No, you have to. I'm crying. I'm laughing because you're crying. setting me up. I'm, I'm crowning. I'm shitting my pants a little bit. So there's a thing called a Duchenne laughter. What is that? Duchenne laughter. There's a, 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 neuroscientist or whatever a 
um, who described this type of laughing that involves muscle activity in your eyes and your entire face. And, and so it's, it's a way that we can identify genuine laughter versus just the act of chuckling or, or the mm-hmm. act of laughing. Yeah. yeah. But you, I thought that was Duchesne-esque as, yeah, uh, so it was uh, very, very convincing. That's on her resume at the bottom. She can laugh in the Duchesne-esque school of <laughs> fake laughing. Do you know, um, I, I, I have practiced it. You have? Yeah, I practice laughing. Hmm. I tried to practice crying to see if I can do it. I cannot do it. I can do it, but it just takes a lot of time. And do you think? Do you think of something sad? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- I can do the which with makes it laughter. mechanical. Though. I think of something funny, and I just recall that feeling in my body, and I make my body do it. Right. Um, but I cannot do it for crying. But the, in your life, you cry far less than you laugh, unless you have a really bad, <laughs> unless you have a really <laughs> shitty life. Right. Like you laugh during the day, you listen to uh, a comedian. But on we your... seek it out too. We don't seek out crying. Yeah. So crying. Yeah, I, I just got to think about Marty's bathroom, and my eyes are welling. I'm like, oh my god, it's everything. You know, it. it that's that's easy. But to to find a laugh, that's can that's... okay. Give it a try. The laughing. Yeah. I, I just did. It was terrible. And I think about like meetings where I'm, you know, somebody will make a fucking lame joke and I'm like, gotta get the job. So I, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there is uh, no, it, oh, it, your it, eyes it, were dead. Like your yeah. upper face, <laughs> your upper face is like it's, on oh, Botox oh. when you were laughing there. <laughs> yeah. Just go to my dark space. Oh. <laughs> ah, what did some woman say to me? It was like uh, a network exec, like, what if they leapfrog the two characters? And I looked at her like, is she fucking with me? And like, no, that was a real note. Like, that's funny. No, like, that's, I'm fucking with you. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I think I did one of those. <laughs> that's a good idea. But we're not going to do it. But it was, you know, like, y- it was yes and, but I, I had to fake laugh. But I, I maybe need to work on my fake laugh. You know, people um, who don't know me, you meet in a business situation, they don't know that that's my fake laugh. You can distract from your dead eyes. Uh, if, <laughs> by wearing if sunglasses, you, by dropping trow. No, like do things like raise your shoulders, move your torso a little bit. Watch, I show you. You go. <laughs> Very nice. Very visual for the. Uh, and you sort listeners. of toss your head back. You know, get a little bit more movement. Then everybody not notice so much. You then. know what drives me crazy is when John Stewart has one of his uh, comic crony buddies on, and they're just they're they're not really doing an interview. It's Dennis Larry going. Mah, 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 I remember you when you were blah blah blah, and he yeah. grabs his he makes a fist and he holds it to his mouth. I'm doing it and blocking mm-hmm. the mic, like he he's got to hold the laughter in, and he oh. turns away. It really annoys me, but I think that's a good cover because maybe he's not even really laughing he's I think just he's like they can't tell if you're covering a laugh or if you vomited a little in yeah. your mouth well that but maybe that's my new move like just yeah. ball your fist up and put it up to your mouth like you're holding the laughter it's so funny what you just said network lady i'm gonna hold it in but really i'm bile is leaking out of my throat. <laughs> right right this is just a, a but a director pantom- in, my, in my ear saying do the thing do the thing yeah that's a that's an interesting. I've come up with an interesting topic. Oh, oh look at me! Look at that. Yeah. Uh, uh, can Julianne Moore laugh on command? I, I you'll have to ask. You know, she doesn't she seem like tweet a tweet in. Julie, Julianne, Julianne Moore, will you please tweet, tweet in. in? She don't answer my emails. Ugh, what a jerk! <laughs> uh, so Rachel Dolezal, are you familiar with her? Yeah, black lady. Yeah, she was the <laughs> the woman. 
She was just uh, interviewed on the Today Show this I, I, morning. That was what good, does she good say? Laugh. Please, people, uh, record yourself fake laughing and tweet it in. That's just I, w- I want to hear some. Oh, I want to hear, hear the one. listeners do their best fake laughs. Anyway, uh, black lady from uh, East I Washington spoke, State. Yeah, Spokane. Uh, have you been to Washington State? Not a lot she's, of black she's people. She's like Yafet Kato black for that <laughs> part of the world. She's black. That is the whitest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Yafet. He's a very very dark actor. Very very. He passed uh, away, didn't he? I don't know. He's an alien. He's yeah. a very, like one of those, I should have said Wesley Snipes, but he's... Midnight Run. Midnight Run. Um, she's not black. No, no. I, but I've she, not been following the controversy. She's a, a blonde woman from Montana who mm. got a perm. Yeah. And and she was asked, point blank, you know, do you regret... Like, So she said, uh, she said that she... Well, what's her position? Well, she was the uh, head of the NC, NAACP in... <laughs> NCAA and NAACP in uh, in Spokane. Yeah, and she uh, was found to have the National Association for the Advancement of Colored of People. Colored people. Yeah, they need they need to rebrand that. Yeah. We don't we don't call them colored anymore. And she's definitely colored, but it's orange. Yeah, it's from the it's fake tan. Orange is the new orange. <laughs> um, but she, so she was caught because she uh i guess someone in her family said that oh she's white you know she's caught look at her it's a white lady I know. and she has a perm she's dyed her hair she's dyed her skin and she says that she's transracial okay in, in the way that caitlin jenner is transgender right well, she says she identifies as black she identifies as black but then beyond that she says uh this is my father some black guy and or this is my dad and she said you can her defense of it is he is my dad my i have a father but a, a father is not always your dad this man is my dad which She's is raised by an african american uh she was not she was raised no. by a white family but she was just I'm still confused. Well, she was. She introduced this guy, old, older guy, a as different her, guy than her biological ah, father, an African American. Yes. Okay. As her yes, dad. That's what I was asking. Yes. Okay. But not someone who raised him. Just okay. Someone she just knew. Just a guy she knew. She told stories about um, bow and arrow hunting in South Africa that she participated in. She did not. Um, so a lot of people online have been, and she's completely unapologetic about it. She's. She says they. Matt Lauer says, are you, are you wearing blackface? And she said, no, I'm not. Well, are you coloring your skin? And then she doesn't answer. She said, like, I identify as black, or I forget what her response was. But she didn't say, but clearly she is. So no one at the NAACP over in Spokane, Washington, at any point looked at this white lady <laughs> and said, wait, you're not black. And also, does it? Do you have to be black to be in the NAACP? I mean, I if she know. wants to advance, I, I don't think so. If she, the the colored people, I would say, God bless her. I I don't have any problem with trans racialism. It, yeah, go do what you like. Uh, she and and people change their appearance. Whatever, do what you like. What I I don't think is very good is all the lying. If she comes at the beginning beginning and say i'm bo- biologically caucasian but i really would rather be black so this is what i'm gonna do like tom hanks's kid just don't lie lie about <laughs> africa lie about this and that lie about this and that don't do it don't lie just say yeah eminem I, is not, I would is not be black, black but he for all intents and purposes is a black guy and he identifies with black yeah. culture he identifies with black culture he raps he right. is in in the hip-hop 
I've met people. I have met people like that too. Uh, um, young ladies who their skin is Caucasian, but they've grown up in a neighborhood with that is mostly African American, and all their friends, and they, that's how they talk. And how do they talk? What does it they talk? Uh, the way they grew up. Don't you try to <laughs> bet me? I almost had her. I know. This book. She, you, your mind was like, okay, can I, can I do this? Uh, I get all panic in my mind and I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do? Wait, say? so does, does this woman who identifies as African American uh-huh. and was the president of the NAACP chapter of Spokane, Washington, does she get to say the N word? She's Any, black. Anybody can say the N word. But it's, it's unfair if I say it, but if she's black, can she say it? It's our word. I mean, does that, uh, I, I, you'll have to ask her. I'm going to get her on the horn right after this. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> the, what people in the media, some people are saying that she should be allowed to do this. If we have to treat Caitlyn Jenner as a woman, then we should treat this woman oh, as boy. a black woman. Uh, but I, r- race identity is, tied so much more to history and how we are outwardly perceived whereas i think gender identity is so much more of an internal thing uh and so like feeling black or feeling chinese is 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 enmeshed in culture and and history and a a a past generations of being treated a certain way and I don't think that. No, no, go ahead. I'm just cracking up. I'm sorry. I don't have a problem treating her. If your mom ever comes and sits in on the podcast, I'm going to tell her I identify as as Chinese. Oh, that, that's, that's fine. Yeah, no, and, so and I, I have to get away with the voice. To be to be clear, I have no, uh, no question in my mind that this Rachel Dolezal person identifies with be as a black person. Yes, that's fine. But she also happens to be a compulsive liar. That's a, that's that's a separate problem. issue. Don't lie. Yeah. That's the big and problem. And so, and Bruce, uh, I mean, sorry, Caitlyn Jenner, she has never hidden. She's not like, I was not that person. I right. did not win a gold yeah. medal. I was not a decathlon, a uh, male decathlete. Like, no, she, that's part of her history. And she's embraced that. And she's, you know, has uh, her kids. And that's great. I have to admit, I have uh, identified more with Jewishness. In uh, my business dealings here in, in the Hollywood, even though I'm not, I'm culturally Jewish. My mother is a Jew, so therefore I am. But I was not bar mitzvahed. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not versed in the religion. But when you come out here, I, I get a little Jewy. I get a little uh, yeah. mazel. All right, and you know, I throw that. Just throw a couple mazels into the conversation. So I, to, I, to help you professionally. Just, just, you're dealing with so many Jewish people in the industry. Mm. You're just trying to find connections, you know? Yeah, but I'm not doing it because I'm uh, any spirituality or even really cultural. I just identify as just a dumb white dude. Um, I just don't understand how the people at that office... Didn't say, but that's a white lady walking around here. Right. Like, and no yeah. one. It, she just put an Instagram just, filter on her face. Yeah. But know? didn't someone in the office, like, <laughs> like, man, you are, you are, what do they call it? High, uh, something yellow, something where the. Oh, the term? Yeah. It, uh, high yellow. High yellow. Like, yeah. uh, uh. Garbage break. Garbage break. Okay. Guys, you want to come in and, uh, yeah, help, in. help yourself to the jerky here and uh, the the granola bars. There are some black people who are very, very light skinned, right? But she's not one of them. <laughs> she's white, right? Right. But no one said anything. This. Why is this coming out now? Why do we care? Who is this woman? Because she was caught. She was caught. Yeah. I could I could have caught her day one. That's a what? That's a white lady. 
Giselle came in here and said, I mean, I'm black. I would have said, in, e- e- okay, that, that's not In retrospect, true. every single photo and image of her is just like, uh, it's so obvious. But then if you were introduced to her as the head of the Spokane NAACP, the last thing you would want to do is say, aren't you white? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I so, guess that's her cover. So that's, yeah, that's how you get Hide away with that. Hide in plain sight? Yeah, or exactly. Hide in black sight. Was, uh, did I hear that she was very good at her job? Uh, I'm I'm sure, yeah. I mean, she was very. So outspoken. it's a shame that she was felt the need to lie and just could not tell the truth because now she have stepped down from her job. Yeah, just it's, tell the truth. Just tell the truth, and and you can continue to do that, but don't lie about your past and don't say that you had the same yeah. experience of growing up as a black person when you grew up white in Montana. Right. You know? Okay. So, I, <coughs> pardon me. A week ago, I had not heard of this woman, and a week ago, I had not even known there was an NAACP in Washington State, because it is the whitest place on earth. Absolutely. It's basically Canada. Um, so, what's her move? Like, she's not heard of seven days ago, yesterday on the Today Show, the gawker, the media, everyone is talking about her. She has stepped down from her position as the head of the NAACP. What's the next move? Like, what, yeah. does she write a book? Yeah. Does she disappear into the ether? I mean, it's like those journalists. What's that guy's name? Jason. What, what's his name? Jason Blair. Yeah, Jason yeah. Blair, who got caught in the New York Times guy. Yeah, got caught uh, fabricating sources. Um, what is his? What is it? What do you do thing? next? Yeah, I think you like. I would say that a guy like that, or or uh, was it Jonah Lair? Is that the the science guy who um, fabricated who fabricated quotes? Uh, um, like I think you just lay low and you continue writing. Um, but what does she do? Yeah, she can't continue advocating. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really tough. I mean, that's, is there a national advancement for the uh, for white people? I guess that's the Republican Party. But I guess this is this is what's her move? Uh, repent. I, I I no I don't mean emotionally. Like what? Like tomorrow she'll be forgotten. We'll, we'll be on to uh, Christian Slater punches a woman on street while filming Mr. Robot or something. <laughs> Did he punch you? Why do you have a black eye? Um, so what, what is her next job? What's her next? Does she get a talk show? Does she write a book? Does the cameras follow her around? Here we go. Time will tell. Buyer beware. On the other hand, whatever. Okay. What can we say? What, what, do, you th- what, what do you think she should do? I have no opinion about that. Why? Why? She? I don't think. I think she should do. I don't know. Knit. I think she probably will take some time for reflection. I don't know. Okay. Like, and, you I'm know, sorry, I brought it up. No, it's a, it's a good question. I like, guess it is because uh, oh. she's it? yeah. Because I, I don't think what people in or who are compulsive liars. They think about consequences. Right. Well, you know? Jason Blair's the perfect example. Yeah. Like, what do you do next? You can't work in journalism because you were caught. As my friend wrote a book about him, Seth Mnookin wrote a book about the uh, Jason Blair in the New York Times. He was making up stories. He was making shit up and right. sending it in, and they were publishing it. So journalism is done. So what do you do? You become a consultant? Do you go to D.C. because you're you're a, obviously a great liar. Do you get into politics? You work he, with kids. Work he, with kids. He wrote a memoir. Oh, great. Well, that's, I know. I, I'm answering my own question. She's going to write a book about her experiences. A memoir. Yeah. Yes. 
because we know we didn't know about this ding dong seven days ago. Now we're talking. We've we've given it's the top of the hour. The blah 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 blah. No, you don't have to do it. I don't care. Um, we'll do it. We'll do it in ten minutes. <laughs> but I, I, she's obviously going to seize some sort of opportunity. She's going to write a book. Top of the hour. This month goes morning. Oops. <laughs> put, put them all in there. I'm a master at That's this. That's okay. That's all right. Um. So she'll write a book, and maybe uh, cameras will follow her around for a while. But what do you do after you're caught lying about your race? That's a weird one. Um, she has had some support from from uh, on the internet. So, like, are black people mad at her? It's not all, not all. So, so hmm. I mean, she, she'll find. Well, I think she'll learn who her, her true friends are. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, but I, I can't imagine that she'll have 100% uh, support from the Spokane office. Like, Maybe she will move on to Chinese. I welcome her. Good luck with that. She said, listen, I tried white, I tried black. Now I'm going to try Laotian. <laughs> it's so much better. Oh, I feel free body. I speak my own voice. <laughs> I speak from the heart. I speak from my tiny Chinese heart. It beats so fast. <laughs> I identify as Chinese. I, I've been I to know. China more than you. I'm more Chinese than by by the transitive properties of of whatever I'm making up. I'm more Chinese than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, time for dumpling. <laughs> oh, let's get dumplings today. <laughs> yeah, baby. Mm. Trader Joe's make a nice. Uh... No, they don't. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> no one has ever started a sentence. Trader Joe's makes a nice. Dot dot dot. That is or an authentic. <laughs> yes, dot, Trader, dot, dot. Trader Joe's has a dot dot dot. They have a dumpling. They have a sandwich section. They they don't make a nice anything. You're the wrong. Gyoza. The gyoza. Oh, they're fro- so bad. Frozen. You don't like frozen gyoza. Frozen gyoza. Which Wu Tang member was he? <laughs> Fuck man. You on fire? You go. You Riza. You Riza. You gyoza. Frozen gyoza. Go. Go rap now. <laughs> Not a lot of Chinese Go rap. Go back to the 36th chamber. I have a question for you guys. You 37th chamber, one too many. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry for our Chinese listener. Have you? Listener. Have you <laughs> yeah, Vincent is listening in Hong Kong going, oh, why do I listen to this? Why do I listen? It's like, I'm staying it's like a, up till two in the morning. It's like a black guy at a Klan rally. Like, I got to reevaluate my <laughs> weekend plans. <laughs> And we got to take back for the white man. Like, why am I here again? Why didn't I go see fucking Tyler Perry's new movie? Oh, I saw Take Five, too. It's really good. What, Chris Chris Rock's movie? Oh. Really good. Very good. Isn't it top t- five? T- top five. Take Five. Take because five. I started take five it. Take Five is a jazz standard, Take Five right? is Dave Brubeck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mix those two up. Dave, Dave Brubeck and Chris Rock. They're basically the same um, I, I started that movie, but then I we turned it like off. We could be like the Manhattan Transfer. We're gonna we're, we're at the Playboy Jazz <laughs> Fest, and we come out. They're like, "Where are their instruments?" And we just get we're the, the Eagle Rock Transfer. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We're we're here all. They'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Wasn't it Manhattan Transfer? They were like uh, acapella. Sure. We were acapella jazz. Yeah. That make me laugh. What were you gonna say, Giselle? Oh, Giselle. Um, 
Uh, no, I forgot. The second hour is always the better hour of the show. It's when we've all woken up. And uh, I guess we better go to uh, mail. We have nothing left. Well, if you guys, um, if you had me. to give up one of your five senses, which one would <laughs> you give up? Okay, Oprah. Is that an Oprah Winfrey no, question? No, it's it's it's, it's uh, what's her name? The, uh, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? What's oh, you know what? I would be a quaking aspen. You have that chambered, just ready to go. I love that tree. Have you seen it? I, I have no idea what you're talking the about. The leaves have a little spindly little stem, aspen trees, and then the broad leaf. So they shimmer in the wind. The leaf goes shimmer, shimmer. And it's, I, th- I get the feeling uh, today is a little bit beat up on Giselle Day. No. No, no, no. no. Poetry, well, Bill is in here. Bill's not here. Your poetry. I thought it was in lovely poetry. I think you guys uh, maybe is feeling a little sour today. No, no, no. no. Absolutely not. You're just not. You're. uh, This is what guys are like when women aren't around. We're just jerks. But but it has not been this way last week. Last week was really fun and loving. This week I feel off. Oh, yeah, I feel good. Okay. I actually love that you brought in the poem. It 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 spurred a conversation. It wasn't an attack on you bringing in the poem. Or the poem itself, or you. It was just a, it was a personal observation of my own, and I totally enjoyed that poem. I didn't care for it. <laughs> no, I was I was happy you brought it in. You don't believe me? No, I do. I believe you. All right. oh, I was not bringing up the poem. I just wanted to know if you had to give up one of your five sentences. Sen- senses. <laughs> Is erections one of them? <laughs> I would definitely give that up. I'm tired of having erections. Uh, What's, what are the senses? Vision, taste, smell, and backache. Te- telepathy. <laughs> telepathy. Uh, uh, smell? I'd, I'd give up clairvoyance. Yeah, smell. Smell is, Fuck I think, smell. Yeah. Me too, smell. Yeah, cause it's, it's unanimous. But I would, I would certainly be bummed out about it. But Why? Cause you I'd have to like, smell a fart again. You could just fart yeah, at will. But... Dumplings, all dumplings would taste the same. Eh, I gotta see. I gotta hear. No, no. What I'd are the I, other senses? I'm saying that I'm with you, but it would be sad. Oh, then give up taste instead of smell. Then you could at least still smell something, but not taste it. Yeah, I'd rather taste. But you said you'd ha- taste. You would. You'd have to give up if you gave up smell. You everything would taste the same. Then what's the difference? No, but I, I like being able to taste it. Too. But you just said if you gave up smell, everything would taste the same. Yeah. Or so, no, I said all dumplings would taste the same. But you... Okay, okay. smell is not taste. They are... It, it, smell enhances taste, right. but you would still be able to taste. You'd have a tongue. You would know this is salty, this is sweet. Right. I, 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 currently, as in my form, I can barely smell. I have almost no sense of smell, which has gotten me into some... Some jams with the ladies because they're like, "You fucking stink." Do you have any idea how bad you smell? I have no, I have no idea. Oh, and I, I can smell cigarette smoke like a mile away. I'm very sensitive, but I cannot smell marijuana, which as a young man was problematic because I would walk into class, like, "Dude, you smell like a pound of pot." Like, Basically, really? you, you can't smell yourself. Is what you're saying? Uh, I'm. That's why I'd never be a great chef because I smell certain dishes and certain. I watched one of those cooking shows where they would have to smell something and tell you what um, herbs and aromatics were in there, and they could list like 10 different things. I have almost no sense of That's smell. That's really hard to do. I've, uh, Absolutely. They, say, they, say, they do on those shows where the, 
the people have to taste blindfold, taste different spices yeah. or taste and identify them. I tried that once and it's really, really hard. Even if you know it, you taste it and you go, I know this. I've eaten it. I know it, but you can't put a name to it. Yeah. But I already don't smell. So I could give up. I couldn't give up, uh, hearing. I was going to say sight. The other one, the sight with your ears. Listening. Listening. Sound. Hearing. Hearing. Sound. Yeah. Hearing. That's, That's the one you would give up? I don't know how deaf people do it. I just would be so disconnected from the world. Yeah. I, blind, whatever. I've seen enough. I think definitely taste or smell would I, be yeah. the ones to give up. Yeah. If you, well, no, you like tasting things. I was going to say if you gave up taste, it could be kind of freeing because then you could eat anything. Yeah. But you enjoy to taste things that mm-hmm. you like. Yeah, I do. What, yeah. The, what would you want to lose the least? What would be at the bottom of the list? Mm. Hearing mm. for me, definitely. Touch? Touch. Yeah. I've touched enough stuff. <laughs> I got it, yeah. <laughs> then you could be like a, a great party guest. You'd be like, go ahead, hit me as hard as you want. Don't feel a thing. <laughs> If you could not touch things, what would that mean if you did not have a sense of touch? Just everything would be numb. Yeah, it would be very hard to keep your body protected from injury because it's the, it's the pain that you feel when something touch you too hard. That's the reminder to pull away from the knife or. Yeah. Yeah. So you just be, have all like. Stop sending your hand. Right. I've been sending my hand for (laughs) a half an hour and I don't feel a thing. Most of these are, I mean, our senses are basically to help us survive. Like right. we, we taste things and if they're bitter, then we spit them out because yeah, it's that's poison, right. you know. Uh, or we eat, if it tastes sweet, that probably means it has calories, so we eat it. Yeah. Or if you come home and you smell Steve perfume, Kruger, yeah, like, you know oh, he's been in your house. Oh, he smells. Someone is in the house. It smells like smell Steve like, Kruger. It smells like sweaty balls. Mm. We had a request on the tweets for you to please talk about your polls more today. Everybody has that. Really? Yeah. I thought somebody, somebody they, I thought they in. were complaining there was too much ball talk. Uh, yeah, everybody has their own opinion. Uh, Let me see who. It's got to come naturally. Darren said, uh, we, are, do we want to mention uh, Rick Santorum's very small crowds? Oh, um, yeah. I feel bad for that guy. Yeah, he won the, the Iowa straw poll in 2012. And, sure. And that then, means nothing. Yeah. And then he, comes out here and, or he co- it was in Iowa for a meet and greet and only one person was there and he was just sitting alone at this diner counter talking to some woman who didn't even wasn't even a supporter of his. Yeah. Just do we when do we vote for the next president? I don't know. Just look up Santorum, do a Google search for uh, Santorum. Yeah, Are you guys interested in this Bernie Sanders fellow? Oh, I, I love Bernie Sanders. He's great. Let, let's let's wouldn't it be Can funny do- just as a joke? If we elected him, but it's not a joke. Um, Let's do it. But that's what I'm saying about our election process. We should just vote today. Just I don't know why we need a year to vet who's going to be the best president. It's Bernie Sanders for me. I've decided. Me too. I'm going to vote for him. He's insane. He needs a comb. Uh, He's he's impassioned. He's opinionated. And he's... Too far to the left, but that's that means he'll drag us into the center. Like, an- sure. Another person in the center, like Hillary, will, will it'll just be another eight years. Oh God, uh, be eight years uh, arguing of, and spinning of, this, of the same. You yeah. know, uh, everyone went banana. I did not vote for President Obama on either uh, election, and everyone said, "Why? He's going to change the world." Is the world any better now, eight years later? Yeah, a little, a little, a little bit. Some things, yes, a little bit. 
Uh, this morning I woke up and I thought about Rodney King for some strange reason. Because I watched R.I.P. the trial and I watched the entire video. Um, and that was the beginning of the everyone has a camera age. This is like 92, 93. Um, and a lot of more stuff happened around his beating. He didn't just, they didn't pull him out of a car and beat the shit out of him. He lunged at, at officers. Right. He had been on a two hour chase. Right. They had tased him twice. They went too far, but they were trying to subdue this dude. And it just made me think, wow, that was over 20 years ago. And now, once a month, I see a person, I don't know, choked to death by a cop on camera. Oh, not boy. not beaten with batons and we're like, we're up in arms. And and that, the Rodney King case caused the L.A. riots, which was devastating. And that, he didn't even die. He just got the shit kicked out of him and the, and the, and the, the cops got off. There are people dying at least once a month by a cop and it's been filmed we've seen it and oh no yeah and way yeah, more than uh, once baltimore a, month. a couple days of uh, cbs stores being smashed but like i it's a worse time to be uh, a black man in america now than before obama you know and I, i'm not saying he's the black jesus and was supposed to save us all but i don't think things are better for most people yes yeah. yes healthcare uh, amazing it the what the world definitely needed you know what we needed but I, I, I feel like Bernie Sanders might do something, might go too far, but drag us a little in that direction because we need to look at European countries and how they're, they're doing Absolutely, things. yeah. 500 people so far killed by police in the U.S. That yeah. is crazy. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Protect and serve. Um, all right. I'm I'm totally for Bernie Sanders, but uh, Rick Santorum, you know, it, Rick Santorum's it kind of a. But that's the dick. ticket. That would that would I would vote for that. Santorum is vice president. I don't want him anywhere near the presidency. He's a fucking <laughs> douchebag. He's a. But that would be that would be a fun uh, be fun debates. Fecal matter. <laughs> um, as the result, who is going to be the Republican nominee? Oh, I think Jeb Bush. <sighs> yeah. Really, we have no new people. Yeah. Just the but same. I'd rather have him than than he has a better chance than Scott Walker, or, you know, who's the other big front runner who, hmm. who hasn't come out yet. Uh, anyhow, that's the, that's boring talk. Ugh. We'll get we'll have Dan talk about that. By the way, I want everyone to know that we are going to have an afternoon podcast on Sunday, June twenty eighth. That will be our fourth anniversary prop podcast, celebrating four years of Nooner. Dan Etheridge will hopefully be on. Uh, he's given a tentative yes. Kruger, you'll be there. That'll be your send off. When do, when's your last day in LA? I don't know. Okay. Well, he'll, he'll be, we'll celebrate his going then, but it might not be his last show. Emily has given a tentative, uh, positive. You have a strong pull. I know. I was just a like, lot of maybes. Just, just come, just, uh. Giselle may come. She's, I'm going to be there she, for yes, sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I'm looking forward to it. It's, are you tweeting? Nope. I'm trying to get an email from Tyson who have sent me an email. Oh, okay. But and that's, um, that'll be 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. right before NetHeads, uh, that on the East Coast, or I'm the West Coast Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, so what do you think about the, what is it, Lifetime Network? Are you familiar, are you familiar yeah. with the Lifetime Network? Good people. Have you, oh, you've worked with them? Yeah, they're horrible. Why are they horrible? It's Lifetime. It's they're it's just garbage. Why? What are they doing? They're doing a deadly adoption that premieres this Saturday. What's that? Uh, that is a movie of the week 
starring Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. I know. I cannot wait to see it. I, I cannot wait to see it. Those two are very, very funny they're people. They're very funny, but apparently, you know, they're, they're playing it straightish in the way that they did in that, uh, what was it? Something. Spoils of Babylon. Spoils of Babylon. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. It's How funny. was it? It's funny. Was it? But it's not like laugh out loud funny, right? Yeah, it was more of a parody of eighties miniseries, a la the Thorn Birds and whatnot. Right. So the same writer wrote this screenplay. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, but uh, and they totally kept it under the radar. Yeah. That, you know, there were like rumors of it, and uh, but no press until this past, or, or no like posters until the past couple weeks. Very meta. Yeah, it's very meta, and I I just love that they're that they're doing it. As in, in the same way James Franco did uh, Days of Our Lives, you know, yeah. uh, or uh, I'm sorry, General Hospital. Um, I, I would have accepted either. No, I don't, no. I don't know the difference. Oh, oh my God, Luke and Laura, get out of this thing. Right. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a soap opera guy. I mean, daytime soaps. It's just oh, not my you, thing. Yeah, I know you're home during the day a lot. There's a lot of. I gotta watch my stories. <laughs> Oh. That was a fake Hey, laugh. did you know Darren pointed out there are up to 21 different senses, not just five? I did not know that. One of them being erections. Erections. <laughs> I can't, can't live without. Itch, thermoception, the uh, sensing of... Proprioception. Yes, that one gives you the ability... The ability to tell where your body parts are relative to other body parts. Yeah, whatever. I still say they're five, basically. Oh, that's really interesting. That's the sense uh, that is one of the things police officers test when they pull over someone who they think is driving drunk. That's why they make you touch your nose. Ah. Huh. Tension sensors, nociception, that's pain. Yep. Equilibrioception. This is interesting stuff. If Bill were here, he would have some XTC joke about redoing the... Thank you very much, Darren. That is really interesting stuff. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. One sense is working. Just doesn't have the same. Guys, what if we cut it back to five? You know, let's quicken the thought a little bit there. Before that song came out, everybody knew there were twenty-one cents. Duh. Then they then XTC comes along. Andy Partridge is like, no. We're going with five. Someone update their their Wikipedia page. That, that was the original length of the song, and then they, <laughs> the the record exec said, "I this is not a hit. I don't I don't. We can't move units with this long chorus. One, two, three, four. Five, so, are you going to watch seven, uh, Deadly Adoption then? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kristen Wiig is. I will like at a, least start to watch it. She's in a zillion movies. She never stops working. That that Kristen Wiig. That's cool. She's plucky. She is. I watched the movie, uh, the Me Show, something. She made a movie where she plays a lady with some mental problems mm-hmm. who win the lottery and make a TV show all about herself. <laughs> kind of like what we're doing here, except we didn't win the lottery. Okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and uh, um, It's the, not a comedy, right? No, it was pretty serious, although the trailer make it look like a comedy. The trailer was pretty misleading. I oh, did not I enjoy that. the movie. I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. You didn't like the movie or the no, trailer? No, I liked the trailer. I did not like the movie. <laughs> just watch the trailer then. Over and over. Oh, for just two over hours. and over. I find that you can just watch a trailer. And you can I watch think a that movie would have been a better use of my time than watching the movie. Um, and but it, so it was not good. It. I did not think so. No, it was pretty depressing. Was she good? She's a good actress, but they bill it as um, 
a comedy and it was not. And also the lead character, she was not a nice person. So it's really hard to get on board and care about her when she's so uh, mentally damaged that she was not pleasant to watch or care about. But I like that she did an indie small movie like that. And yeah, she, and her acting was really good. And then she, and she got naked, full frontal. She beautiful. Oh, show's over. Uh, see you next Tuesday. She got naked, full frontal, walking toward the camera. She's very, very beautiful. I'm I'm friends with her, her ex-husband. Mm. Um, oh, who's he? He's an actor, a comedian. What is his name? Hayes. And she was divorced? They are now. Yeah. Why don't it work out? Um, they just went in different directions. Yeah, I think she so. went to the becoming a famous actress, and he, he didn't. I I don't dare tell to him there's an opening at the Spokane NAACP <laughs> if he's looking for work. Uh, no, he's very very happy, and he's doing just fine. What he, do he do? He's an actor. Oh, yeah. can can he cry? Uh, well, well, I'll ask him. Can he finish? <laughs> no, no, he cannot. <laughs> um, I just but, don't need to see but I like, nudity anymore. No, I, I don't need to see. It's so weird. I don't I, even need to see famous. Yeah. I just I mean, don't care anymore. Yeah. I like I, to, I like boobies, but I, I love boobies, but, uh, I was thinking about some eighties movies. Exactly. Tra- trading places with Jamie Lee Curtis, a comedy, a broad comedy. I love that one. It's a great movie, but she just takes her top off in a scene and does a whole scene with her boobs. That was like a, She's, right. she really liked her body. I liked her body too, but I. I just but there are the sh- movies from the eighties, yeah. where I, I got excited about boobs, things like Fast Times, yeah, Zap, Phoebe yeah. Cates, yeah, yeah, and I'll watch those and get really <laughs> excited because I remember what it was like as a thirteen or fourteen. year But old a thirteen year old today, his first boob is going to be the girl in biology who sexed him a shot of her boobs. Like it's not going to be. Oh, or I else. went to the movies and I snuck into an R-rated thing and I saw Phoebe Kate's titties and it was amazing. Or else it'll be on his phone. Yes. Uh, porn of someone with you know three, three cocks, cocks in their ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, you know, it's it's different now. Yeah. So when I like, oh, you could see Kristen Wiig naked. I I find Scarlett Johansson. I think she's a good actress. She's also a fetching young lady. I, I under the skin. I say, I don't need to see her. Naked. I don't. But it, was I heard the movie was good. It's a very good movie, it but I I did not. It didn't excite me that. Um. God, I just remember seeing shortcuts with this guy I went to college with, and oh, Julianne, Julianne Moore. Moore. She naked shows from the downstairs. Yes, she just shows her her bottoms, and he turned to me and said, "You can see her bush." I said, "Yes, I, I know. I'm thirty <laughs> feet high on the screen." And like, but why do we need to see it? It added nothing to the scene, I, except that I, I don't you got to see Julianne Moore's bush. She's so brave. She's so brave. I, yeah, see, that bush can cry. That's a that's a good point that you make. That's the problem what I have with her. It seemed like she make choices in her acting just to make her. I don't like. To make herself look what I can do. Look how brave I am. I'm screwing up my whole face to look like I'm crying. I take my pants off. Look, now I'm doing both at the same time. They both have the same look. The upstairs when she's crying and the downstairs just in a normal dormant state. They both kind of crinkled in pink. You just turn your head horizontal and and then it it looks like... That's a good comedy duo. Um, Crinkled in pink. (laughs) Mark Hollingsworth let us know that uh, Donald Trump is officially running for president. Comedy, yeah, has come back. Yeah, and you know, it's he's he's a weird, he's just a narcissist. I, I, I don't, it doesn't mean anything. It helps yeah. his brand. This is the thing that annoys me too. Is Bill Clinton has made so much money since he's been president that it, it, it's almost like a career decision. 
Right. He just goes and talks, and they pay him a million dollars to to give an hour speech, uh, you know, at some convention somewhere, some group of business advisors. He writes books that, for some reason, people still buy. Like it, Donald Trump is never going to be president. He knows, and he knows that. Yeah, but. He's, you know, the sh- the stupid show on NBC is waning, and and nobody of any right mind would ever vote for him. Well, but know? none of those ding dongs who are running are. Do you be- think there is anyone who likes to spend time with him because of him and not because of his money and power? Anybody? His daughter. He he have a daughter, and she like to spend time with him. Up to a point, you know, <laughs> she'll be like. Uh, dinner's a little long. Why don't we do... Hey, coffee! Dad. (laughs) Can I share one thing? Please. Uh, You can can continue to share many things. Tyson have tweeted in a poem, because we were talking about poetry. He Mm. wrote this when he was a teenager, and this is a little too long to read in its entirety, but I'm going to read the third uh, stanza, that is poetry speak for paragraph. And, um... And it tie into a lot of things what we have been talking about. This poem is called Insanity. And the third and final stanza go, The sane are smitten with an aura when confronted with a choice. The Christian cross or Jew menorah, slit your throat, remove your voice. Eat the flesh and drink the blood, cows and cowards chewing cud. Deeply drink the river's mud, while dreaming women of James Joyce. I don't really understand the last line, but I like the other parts. Yeah, I like that a lot. Very visual. Like, see, that's, I can get it behind because it, it, I, it creates a mental picture, you know. Yeah, there was very. To a, a word picture. Yeah, know? it was imagery rich. The cows and cowards is a really, really neat line. Cows and cowards chewing cud. Uh, so he's, he's pointing out that religion is the opiate of the masses. I think. Uh, who, who's Richard Mark said that? Uh, <laughs> Steve Miller said that. Yeah. That's a Steve Miller yeah. song. It's wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Steve Abra, Miller. Abra, abracadabra. Speaking is of about, speaking of um, is about uh, you know mysticism. Yes, mysticism. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I want to re- reach out and grab ya. It is. It's like the Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. It's not Steve Miller. It's um, Bob Seger. I've always mixed those two up, but oh. Bob Seger has been reincarnated as uh, Dave Grohl. They look the same. They have the the songs have the same sort of paradigm. You know what I like about Dave Grohl? He broke his leg. He broke his can... leg. He, Dave Grohl clearly really likes being Dave Grohl. Nobody likes being Dave Grohl more than Dave Grohl. <laughs> he 100. loves it. I'm Dave he Grohl. Is he so wakes happy. up. He's happy to be Dave Grohl. He is so happy to be himself. Yeah, he's comfortable and in his own skin. He is. Yes. Yeah, making his documentaries and his music, playing drums on with Tenacious D and long flowing hair. Yeah, he loved to be himself. Yes, it's and I'm fun not a, to I'm watch. Not a, I'm not a fan of his music so no. much. It's okay. It is like Bob Seger. It's kind of uh, up tempo and you know a lot of growling and groaning. But he was playing a, a concert and he fell off a stage and broke his leg. Yeah, and went back and played. Yeah, they, like, they stopped the show. They stopped he, the show and he got a cast and he was sitting there. They did a couple of covers or something, and I, I my, his stock just went through the roof in my mind. Like, sure, that's, that's, rock, that's and rock and roll. roll. That's exactly. Like, get out there and they'll you know, remake up the show. And I, I, I appreciate that. He's not a, you know, Axl Rose who 
Yeah, he's not going to come. Yeah, yeah, he comes out four hours late like, and won't play yeah, Welcome the water, to the Jungle. The water wasn't the right temperature, yeah. so, or <laughs> the, the Jack Daniels wasn't do, the right We're going to do Chinese democracy in its entirety and no no old songs. Like He he gives the fans what he wants. He gets it. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. God bless you, Dave. I, I like that uh, foreign uh, guy. At the, I think it was in Holland. He, he was on the crowd. I'm sure you saw the GIF, you know, where he's... The what? He, he was being held up by the by He's crowd, the crowd surfing, crowd and someone surfing. threw a beer, and he caught it. Oh yeah! And just drank it, and it yeah. was rock and roll. Yeah. Rock and roll's not dead. No, it's pretty exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, speaking of rock and roll, there's a rock and roll dog trying to get in. If you could be a, a rock star, okay, like let's see, if you what what is a good one of those questions? If you could be a rock star for a month or live an extra year of your life. What would you prefer? Which rock star? I don't want to be the guy from the, Air what? Supply. <laughs> more Chardonnay? I'm uh, all out of love. You're, I'm, you're, I'm so lost without you. You're Zane on his solo that. career from One Direction. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't. But those are words. But uh, I don't. I, yeah, what, like, I, I, was I would just like trying to, to be relevant. Be, you could be whatever rock star you want. David Lee Roth in Freddie, about 1985. Freddie Mercury. No, I don't want AIDS. I don't want to have. Freddie Mercury. But see, then you no, wouldn't remember him. anything. Yeah. You could be whatever rock star you want. David Lee Roth, 1985. Okay. You wouldn't remember anything because you'd be coked out of your head. David Lee Roth, <laughs> 1985. For one month. Is that a midget at the end of my dick? I don't even know. I just, pu- just push, just keep pushing, with keep it. rolling, yeah. do another, do another line. Yep. Um, no, I'd have another year of life. Hey, the dog is eating your gr- grimace vomit. That's what she does. There you go. All right, here we go. Yeah, that was that great. was all right. Uh, okay. Ash okay. Williams writes in Giselle, do a YouTube show about cats and buttons or cats playing with buttons. If Kruger <laughs> leaves, who will do the ball talk section? We're gonna have to figure it out. Um. Yes. Hold on just a second. I'm emailing something to you. Uh, the next one is from Garrett Hall. And he uh, says, uh, Steve is leaving. No! Garrett, was, I feel the same way. Uh, sad morning smurps. I know. I feel the same way. Uh, Do you get the email I just sent you? Uh, let, me, let me. I have um, to click around. Okay, and he says, I paraphrase Niemöller. That's Martin Niemöller, who is the uh, religious scholar who is an outspoken anti-Nazi activist. Oh. And so he, <gasps> he says, I paraphrase him, and I'm going to let you do this. Oh, this is genius. First they came for Dan, and I continued to pod. Because I continued to laugh. Then they came for DJ James, and I continued to pause pod because I continued to laugh. Then they came for Emily and I continued to pod pod because I continued to laugh. Then they came for Kruger and there was no laughter left for me. You will truly be missed, Steve. Wonderful. Wonderful. I wish you the best here in Texas and hope you will still pod in some way, shape, or form. That's what Skype is for. Oh, I thought you were telling me this. I thought this was your sentiment. (laughs) You're like, we've got to wrap this up early. Get him out Uh, of here. By the way, you're moving here at the perfect time. Government Abbott just signed uh, state open carry legislation into law. Happy gunning. You awesome. can bring your gun. There you go. Sincerely, And they closed Garrett just Hall. about every abortion clinic in Texas. 
There's still two or There's, three. Yeah, one or two. They're yeah. both in Austin. Did I tell you I stepped into a gun shop the other day? Why? Because I had some bullets. I came into possession of. Oh, that was a, a weird thing. I touched them. It just weird. A bunch of bullets. Yeah, I came uh, into just possession. Just twenty twos. Yeah, I gave many packages of these bullets, and I did not know what to do with them. I did not even know if I was allowed to own them. Apparently, you are. But you can go to any Walmart and get some and bullets. bullets yeah. yeah, but I call up this gun shop and I say, "Listen, I have these. I don't want them." They say, "Okay, come drop them off." Uh, so I went in. I had never been into a gun shop. They have so many guns, and it was really intimidating to me. They look so big. Which gun shop? Sixth uh, Street. Turner's downtown? Turner's Outdoor Sports Place, and it is on Arroyo Seco in South Pasadena. Okay, I don't know it. It's you know something. This gun shop shop is right next to a gymboree. Perfect. Where the kids play. Perfect. They are literally right next door to each other. Let's see, little Jimmy or a twenty-two, little Jimmy or a twenty-two. Wow. Both. Oh, shoot, Jimmy. With <laughs> they the have teeny, teeny little guns. What will fit in the palm of your hand? Little teeny gun. Like a Derringer. Yeah, lady it. guns. I like yeah. those. So maybe oh, you start with one of those in. In Texas. I don't own a gun, but I have been shooting guns for at least 10 years, like pretty regularly. Um, and I stumbled into a gun shop in Long Beach with a, a friend who was looking for a car part and went down to some shop. And he said, let's go shoot guns. This was like 15 years ago. Mm. I'm an East Coast, Jewy, nerdy, never. My dad didn't own guns. I've never been around guns. I shot BBs at camp. Mm-hmm. Said, we're going to go into a gun store and shoot guns and we walked in there and the gentleman behind the counter had many neck tattoos he did he, he was an intimidating <laughs> neck tattoos neck tattoos <laughs> and a subset of- we said hi we want to shoot guns and he said here you go what do you, you know you want a glock or a this or that and we, he gave us the, the gun and i remember going into the range and my hand trembling as i was putting the bullets into the uh Cartridge? Yeah. What do you call the thing? You put the bullets Cylinder? in? Cylinder? No, it was a... a Chamber. A, the, oh, no, no, it was an automatic. Uh, it was an automatic. Uh, it was a semi-automatic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, thinking they would explode in my hands. Like, yeah, this guy yeah. did not, like, here, watch, magazine. watch this magazine. magazine. Thank, thank you. That's it. It's a thing thank I don't get you. delivered to my house anymore. He, there was no, watch this video on gun safety, or, hey, maybe I'll show you a few things. Just, he handed me a gun, and he handed me exploding because things that come out of it. you're... God-given right as an American. So I went. Did in you there. like to shoot it? I loaded them the wrong way, um, so they did. I had to. They, oh, they don't fit in the magazine correctly. And then I went and shot and enjoyed it immensely. It's very loud and it's very powerful. And this, the one thing I can smell is ex- exhausted gunpowder, and it, it's intoxicating. And I went back out and I said, "Smell it." There's another guy shooting in the range, and I said, "Huh." I, I accidentally put a round in that guy's leg as as a joke, and he. Oh. There's, there's no place for humor. Yeah, it's in, like in a gun range. bombs in a TSA. <laughs> yeah, line. you don't go. Hey, I got a bomb in there. Just kidding, MacBook Pro. Oh wait, what? Well, no, what? And then you're gone. You're <laughs> Guantanamo. But I, I, I fell into it. I fell uh, responsible gunning or whatever the word is. I, I like to shoot guns. Shootistry. Shootistry. Yes. Uh, well, um, by the way, Tyson, thank you for submitting that. As um, Peter W G said. Uh, he said, thanks for sharing. I don't have the balls to share my high school poetry. I don't have the balls to share my high school anything, really. And then Tyson say, I'm starting to feel too old to get embarrassed. And I love that because it's true. And I find the same thing now that I am, I'll be 49 in a month or so. Uh, I, 
I don't mind anymore to be embarrassed. It's okay. I'm who I am. All right. So I'll share some things. So I was in the high school and uh, uh, at a party, and I took a, uh, it was at Orgazani's house. That's his name. Orgazani. Yeah. I don't know if I know that person. Uh, so we went, uh, I grabbed his uh, a friend's sister's friend and into a, a, a room that was closed off. It was like an office. And we were making out. Aww. It was a lot of fun. And then I went walking out and just like, it just smelled like shit everywhere. And then I realized that they, they had uh, put the cat in that room and then they put the kitty litter box in the middle of the room. And I was standing in the kitty litter box when I was making out and just dragging cat shit to the entire room. Oh, no. Yeah. But it was fun. Worth it. No regrets. Did, did you get a nickname from that? Drunky McDrunkster. <laughs> Marty Cat Shit Foot. Yeah. Uh, cat Shit Foot. Cat Shit Foot. Yeah. With my Nick Tattoos and Nick my tattoo. Cat Shit Foot. I like to say Tattoo. I, I find it to be but, a better way to... Nick Tattoo. Is, Nick Tattoo? Is, is it's an economy of uh, vowels. I just, cr- I just crush everything. Nick Tattoo. That's where the, 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 the planet... The plane. The plane. That's the, the planet that the fish guys in uh, Star Wars universe, that's where they're from. Ah, Nick Tattoo. Nick Tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Nick Tattoo. Uh, okay, so mail sack. Chris Miller writes in, morning merps. It's been a while since I wrote in, uh, last, mainly because I've been having a rough go of it lately. Inc- oh, no. Including romantic heartache. Oh, Bill, where's Bill when we need him? Bill one day will swap stories. The difference is Chris is 19. Uh, you know, you nah, should. In a, in, a, in a way, Bill is 19. Ah, uh, to top it off. In a way, aren't we all 19? No. In a not way. Me. <laughs> In a way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To top it off, yesterday, a job I'd been offered, one I declined two others for, was rescinded. No! No. Despite this, I've kept my head up in the fight that we call life. Good for you. Yes, these are things that make you stronger, give you stories to tell on your podcast or in your comic books. Good news, I finished my comic book uh, miniseries and am proud of it. Moreover, I found an artist named Marguerite... Sauvage, who will be taking commissions soon. She's uh, been published by Marvel and Image Comics and does beautiful work. I've attached some of it. Not good for a podcast. Uh, Normally, I wouldn't inquire about her services, but my good friend has capital and offered to back me because he believes in my art. Hopefully, in coming months, I can officially announce a partnership. Everybody uh, do a web search for Marguerite Sauvage. Um, Sauvage. Giselle, I loved your CatCon segment. You should do that type of thing more often. Thank You're a you. natural. Thank you very much. Um, Jesus, hold on just a second. Uh, the dog is going yeah, a little poo-poo. There'll be a big comic book convention in LA Halloween weekend. You could attend. Yeah, I think... I uh, myself. Keep it up. I, I like this idea, and I'm going to do more segments. I have We have a lot of ideas. Um... We need to find an editor because editing takes a long, long time. I'm not so good at it. I was trying, you know, the Final Cut Pro. And I can do it, but it takes me a very long time. Didn't so, you do, I mean, you, you've done short films before. Yeah, right? it takes me a long time, though. So I have all these uh, little videos that I want to do. Like, here's for example. We went to CatCon and we did that little audio uh, and now I wanted to do the video too, but by the time I finish editing the video, it's going to be like two weeks after CatCon. Everybody will say, oh, you know, we have been there and we have done that. We can take a different 
Tag. Uh, uh, I just would like to find an editor. <laughs> it's, it's my point. You got knit, knitter's fingers or something wrong with your, uh, your I'm digits? I'm just a slow editor. Yeah, that's yeah, my problem that's too. The thing. I learned it to, to do it, but I'm slow. Lillian Jane Wat, uh, Watson writes in, Hello, lovies. This is Lillian, Lillian Jane. Hello, and I Lillian will Jane. be listening live today from jury duty. Have any of you ever been summoned to take part in a patriotic duty? Uh, well, we know that Steve has. He he missed a couple shows because oh, he was on that fucking jury. Nightmare. Yeah. But you made a friend. I did? Yeah, the black lady. Oh, the old black lady. Oh, she was awesome. Uh, yeah, I've served in jury duty a bunch of times. Um, are you allowed to serve jury duty? I'm not. I'm a residential alien. Um, okay. But uh, I would like to. No, you would not. No? It sounds to so romantic. To sit in judgment and <laughs> hear the facts of the case. The, see, you see, there you go again. See behind that, that's the what scenes? I That's what I argued with these ding-dongs in the jury room. Okay, the so... The facts of the case. Oh. They're not facts. They, they kept are. saying, the fact is, he did this and that. And then I said, that's the evidence. Is he felt oh. this and that. That's evidence. The, f- the facts are for us to interpret and see what we believe. But there was a lot of, uh, well, the fact is, he stumbled. It was a DUI case. He stumbled when he did this. And I said, that's not a fact. That's evidence. That's what a police officer told us under oath. It's not a, f- a fact is, is, you know. The Earth is round, right? Ish, right? So, yeah, you're you're already not a good juror. I'd already excuse you. <laughs> but I, you know, I, uh, the idealist in me believes in civic duty, and and I, th- I think that if ever I were involved in a case, I would want somebody with the same sort of civic mindedness. Yes, thank God they had me. Right, exactly. So, like someone like Steve, who's like critically minded and and sensible. As opposed to someone who's uh, opposed, not or a, a, somebody who has paid unlimited uh, jury duty, so they're just waiting. You know, they want to drag it out, and they're just like, it's a vacation for right, them. Yeah, and there so were they, a few of them. They can do Sudoku, but there was like a sixty-year-old uh, stockbroker woman who was just she wanted to convict him. I could tell from the beginning she wanted to be the foreman, and she said he was drunk, and we got to keep drunks off the road. Maybe she had some. Uh, was friend was hit by a drunk driver or something like that, but that's not what's on trial here, and I had to argue with her endlessly. Did uh, at the end you uh, you told us this before, but yeah. I have forgot you yeah. acquitted him. Uh, hung jury, but but hung. wasn't well on hung? all charges or yes? Wow, yeah. Was it a well hung jury? They're very well hung. How <laughs> dare you come in here? I know and like get accuse us of being. I know that was low. That was a it low, was low, low line. Very fruit. low. It How's was that fruit there? Right okay, off the very ground. Very low. You, it was bad. You know how Steve couldn't talk? Now you can't talk. I, I, I will. What did I just say? No. I will sequester myself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I need to take a time out. That was terrible. By the way, Chris Miller corrected me. He's twenty, okay. not nineteen. Oh, it's so all. He knows. You know that's so sweet at that age. It make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I'm eight and a half. <laughs> oh my god, you just equated him with an eight. And oh no, Chris, I'm sorry, that came out wrong. When I was your age, uh, I was. This is all coming out wrong. But now I notice many of my friends who are my age. We don't even remember. My friend was telling me he went through the entire year of being 48, thinking that he was 49. <laughs> yeah, I, I would do that. It all kind of start to blend together. But Chris, 20 is a beautiful age. You have your whole life ahead of you. You can knit. 
yes. so many people and, to meet. Uh, and I'm sorry that you, you had your heart broken, but that just means that that person wasn't right for you. And Yeah. You know. Here's the bad news, kid. It's going to happen again. Oh, yeah. About three more times. Yeah. Until, and then, it, until then, it doesn't. And then you'll just, like, should we just run out the clock together? Yeah, fine. Let's go. And you're you're married. And, and you'll it's over. And you'll redefine what is happiness and yeah. what is love. Yeah. Okay. This works. Mm. My, Michael Binhock said that uh, he had an embarrassing moment when he drank till he passed out and almost suffocated on a steak. He ended up vomiting on a paramedic and woke up in the hospital. Wonderful. Um, we've all been there. Never done that. Yeah. Uh, Always in control, even when I'm drunk. <laughs> I am. Yeah. No, I've never seen you get belligerent. No. Nope. I'm a very calm, you wouldn't, I, I, I would be speaking to you in this manner if I was spinning drunk. It's dangerous because I, I've been pulled over and they're like, yeah, any drinks tonight? I said, no. I said, okay, well, you're putting your seatbelt on and, you know, just make sure you put it on before you start. And I went, great, goodbye. Wow. Like, wow, I am way too drunk to Ooh. be driving. How many times have you guys been drunk together? Including Apple. right now? <laughs> Twice. Yeah, a couple times. A couple times. times. Yeah. Define well, drunk. I mean, like drunk, drunk, or buzzed, or. Um. Okay. No, I'm asking you to, oh. to do something. Um. I don't know how many times have the two of you had more than three point seven drinks each oh, while like, in the presence of each other. I don't know. A, a uh, bunch. A bunch. I don't know. <laughs> what? How long have you guys known each other? A bunch. A uh, few years. I don't know. How did you meet? Uh, Lance Mountain. Lance Mountain. Oh, yes. Yeah. They were in a right. comedy troupe together. I've had forgotten your origin story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's yelling at the mics right now. Or the speakers like, Lance Mountain. <gasps> sorry, sorry. It's okay. I, I need, sometimes I need another myself. time out. No, no, no. You're fine. You're back. At Veronica L37. Oh, no. Hey. Writes in. Yeah. Before he do, just really <laughs> Can quick. she finish? Well, I or got can distracted. She begin? Chris Miller tweeted me this little emoticon thingy. What do it mean? Did I do something bad? Uh, show Steve. He, he knows this, this is g- great pod, guys. And, by, and Chris Miller and Darren, they're getting into a Second Amendment argument right now. Who are? Uh, Chris Miller and Darren Husted. Wow. Yeah, because... What's the Second Amendment? The right to bear arms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know to. I, I don't know if having a gun makes me feel safer against uh, the threat of the Islamic State. Um, no, no. I'm not, I'm not a gun but nut. I, I'm saying I enjoy. I go shoot shotguns and I enjoy it immensely. But in, in the way that you like lighting off fireworks. No, that's your sad little that's uh, tableau sad. in your backyard. Oh, I but can't yesterday, wait to get fireworks. From I, I, July. I went to the DMV because my license is going to expire and I want to keep my California license. And uh, I had to take a test. I'm a grown fucking man. How'd you do? I passed, of course, because it's the easiest test in the world. But I thought, wow, just to drive a car, you have to have your photo taken, give a little fingerprint, take a little test on a computer. Oh, and, yeah. But a gun, not a... Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you have a swastika tattooed on your forehead. Are you, are you up just to Just give me my give me fucking my gun. gun. Second Amendment. Fucking A. No. Yeah. Is the right to drive in the Bill of Rights? I don't think so. Well, they didn't have cars then. Well... Give me my fucking gun! Is it, there's a fascinating front line about the NRA. Because most Americans want some sort of gun control. We don't want to get rid of guns. We, there are, there are already too many out there. Even but, the members of the yes, NRA. Yes, but the NRA is so powerful. They kill it every time a bill comes up. I mean, they're, it's just frightening. 
Do they pay taxes? Uh, Are they a religion? I, I don't know if they're a not nonprofit. They might be. Oh boy, Veronica Lawren. Oh, no, nope, no, no, no. Nope, you have to nope. wait because you. Well, because Chris Miller retweeted an answer to what that emoticon meant. Okay, so he's. She but said, no one has she, seen the emoticon. So it's what a you're dash doing. and a period and a dash. Dash dot dash. Yeah, it's Morse code. She says you cannot leave the show, dear Stephen. Okay, this I won't. Is just for you. Where else am I going to get hemorrhoid and ball talk? I love these Oprah? other three herps. But they barely want to tell us that they went on a date, let alone tell us such tales of their girlfriend's tampons. People what? need what? you, Stephen. I just don't have interesting stories about my girlfriend's tampons. <gasps> I'm, uh, um, I, I just, I, I feel like you have to share. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I stepped in kitty litter. There you go. There you go. I think Twatterson, he, he holds his cards a little too close to his chest. He's worried that... But he's got a pair of twos. I know. <laughs> you got, you got, no, he's got two seven offsuit. You're, you're just <laughs> go all in. <laughs> Bluff. Do something. No, no, I can't. I got to hold on to this hand here. I got to just, uh, he's too afraid to talk about a date he went on. Like, like the girls listening to this or hey, whatever. And Are we in a social media world where everything every fucking person does has been been printed and talked about and and uh, so we, we've you, seen your underwear we've seen you my underwear. know i got an invitation to uh, do some storytelling and uh, it's uh, a night of ladies telling stories about the and if you want to see something being revealed bare watch a giselle show well you're very frank and you're very honest. in some some respects well you don't talk about you know your your bodily functions. Well, not all. Well, that's what I was going to say. This this night, uh, the, she say we want you to talk about plumbing. That's what she say, meaning lady plumbing. Your pussy, stuff like that. <laughs> Ooh, the glasses they fog up real good. <laughs> so I have to say, it's, kitty, to her, it's like a kitty cat for one person on another person. It's a vagina. I have to say but to her, meant you make pee pee. I'm too you shy. Make intercourse, meant you make a baby. Three things that pussy make. I'm too shy to talk about the lower swimsuit area. Oh, come on. In public. Have you been on the internet? Oh, in public. In public. Uh-huh. You so, know what? You, but you talk about... So I had to tell this lady that I can't... But you do talk story. about things that other people have t- trouble talking about. Yeah, certain things I can talk about. Talk about your relationships and with your mother, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's very that's very intimate stuff. Yeah. But I feel like that area, as someone who grew up in a similar time as everyone in the room, was so mysterious. I, I had to take out the book "Our Bodies Ourselves" from the library to look at vaginas. Now uh, it's better that we live in a world where it can be discussed, where I can talk about my penis and its picadillos and its. <laughs> Hi everybody. Hi. <laughs> How's it going Hello. out there in Periscope or uh, it is Meerkat? so. It is so. A young girl listening is wants to know: Is my vagina okay? Is it? Does it? Should it look this way? Are, are those spots normal? Are the little teeth that are growing inside? Do they fall out and bigger teeth come in? You know, the, oh these my. are normal. <laughs> her fucking glasses oh are. My. They've just melted off her when face. I was, <laughs> when what it, teeth are you talking about? The uh, what is it? Dent dentata. Yeah, uh, yeah. Vaginal dentata. That yeah. Yeah. Pussy teeth. pussy teeth. Um, when I was just in New York this weekend, I pass a guy on the street and he have on a t-shirt with a photograph silk screen really big on the front of it. It was a large silk screen and it was a photograph taken from uh, the point of view of between the feet 
of a woman who is lying on her back, spread eagle with no clothing on, and the camera was between her feet. Wait, pointed in or out? Pointed toward the lady. Looking up toward the <laughs> Only lady. Only in New York, am I right? And she had, he have a photograph of this silk screen on his shirt. I have never seen anything like this. This was before. the rabbi at the, uh, <laughs> yeah, at the bar mitzvah. It's a Mazel very, tov, everybody. very progressive, very church. progressive Brooklyn and hipster church. You could see everything. Yeah, you could see. Uh, well, I did not look very, as soon as I realized what it was, it was too much for me. And I, I did look away. So I cannot tell you exactly, but I could see what it was. That's what it was. Veronica goes on to say, and to our dear, dear Lance Mountain, you don't want to go to Texas. They carry assault rifles into Chipotle and they hate women. Actually, they can't do that anymore. Chipotle banned that, I believe. Uh, stay in beautiful. Who goes to Chipotle anyway? Come on. There's better places than that. I don't know. I've, I've only hey, been. Shut up. Oh, Giselle and I went once before a movie. Oh, that's right. We went yeah, uh, and we have a good time. Yeah, you had a big uh, they wrap it up for you. Uh, stay in beautiful California. Love to all the Texas this morning show listeners. Shut up! Sorry. The, the doggy don't want to be locked up anymore. Uh, why do bad things happen to good people? And by bad things, I mean Stephen leaving. And by good people, I mean me. Oh. For the love of God, please stay, same. please. What is we going to do without you? I don't know. Honestly, it, it keeps me up at night. Where have all the flowers gone? It's just six Where months, and I may come back. I mean, I'm, I need to get out of L.A. Yeah. And, but you'll be in and out. You'll, you'll come nah, and visit. Probably not. Yeah. All right. Well, you can. When you've lived here this long and you've uh, remained in, in the uh, D level as I have, just kind of floating by and and things not becoming what you expected them to become, you get kind of burnt out and tired. Yeah. Um. Of course, while I was talking a minute ago, CAA just calls. I think I'm I'm going to sign with a new agency. At the same time, like I'm probably going to sell something and all this right. stuff. But of course, uh, it's like, a natural progression of things. Exactly. Like the second I'm like, fuck you. It's, like, called, it's uh, called Kruger's yeah, law. Yeah. Now, Hey, we want to buy this thing. Like, fuck. Um, you I, know, it's I, like I, a, the movie. Can that, I finish? Yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. The movie but it's, that, it's, no, the I bit. moved, <laughs> I moved here after college <laughs> and I have done nothing but be in show business. Yeah. Uh, in various capacities. And there's, now that I'm engaged and looking at uh, the next chapter in my life, Lance Mountain has never lived outside of Southern California. It's she was born a, in Orange County. You need adventure. You need and it. she needs an adventure. Yeah. You know, we've been trying to have a baby and it's been very difficult. And um, I, I just said, let's go to Austin. She has friends there. I have friends there. And we'll try Name one of your friends there. Matt Jordan. No, there's no such person. All right, I made it. You'll have a great time. No, I do, I do know several people I there. Know. And, um, it's got what I'm missing here, which is this sense of possibility. This, mm. uh, uh, for anyone who, well, other than this podcast, uh, <laughs> television and movies are dying. This is, this is Rome as Nero is fiddling. It's all going to transmogrify into something different. There'll always be funny people and entertainment and I hate the word content, but that's what it is. And this is, uh, the, the death rattle, the, uh, um, Woody Allen is doing a Netflix show, you know, because no one will make his movies. Like, there, there's there's this kind of decay that's going on here. And Austin has this sense of excitement and newness. And that's because yeah. it's, like, it's like a tech-savvy town. It's also a town that's exploding. A hundred people move there a day. It's becoming this 
Like, it'll be a Chicago in five years. Like, it'll be this second-tier city, which it wasn't ten years ago. Now you're making me want to move there. And the people it's are... really hot, though. No one fucking cares. You in the heat. Well, because my... I don't want, like, I don't want my balls to eat through my underwear. Well, now I got the MeUndies, thanks to the, the listeners. No, it is, it is hot. Like, you will never beat Southern California for weather, but I sold my surfboard the other day, and I was like, when was the last time I went surfing? Like a year ago, because it's, it's an hour to get to the beach, and now with computers, everyone knows when there are waves, and it's crowded, and yeah, I, I'm just, I'm kind of over it. So, yeah, we're not buying a house in Austin. We're going to rent for a while and see if uh, we like it. And if I miss L.A. and this nonsense, then I'll come back, and I'll live, I'll, I'll be like Marty. I'll give up and move to Eagle Rock. Yeah, yeah, I gave I, up. I, I didn't give up. I bought in. I'm I didn't kill, sell out. I'm killing it. I'm killing it in Eagle Rock. I can walk to Trader Joe's. <laughs> you know, Trader Joe's make a good no nine nine. <laughs> but the, the people there are really, really amazing. Yeah. Like even just looking for a house when I was there, just you just they talk to you. Whereas in L.A. I met some director guy at the Soho House, which is uh, like... But they, no, you can't compare the Soho House I, to I, Austin. I know, but that, that happened within four days. I'm in Austin, in East Austin, which is like the Brooklyn, in a bar, and I had the most amazing conversation with this chick who's a chef, and we talked food for hours, and, you know, uh, yeah, she did put my hand, her hand on my knee, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, not, not you. I, I, got a, I got a lady at home, but... Um, and then I'm, I'm in... Uh, the Soho House, which is just Hollywood douchebaggery at its at the pinnacle of it all, and I was like, "Wow, this place is stupid." L.A. is pretty dumb in, in place in, in parts. In yes, parts. once you once you give up and move and to Eagle Rock, not, it's not, not that like, bad. Not like Texas. No, Texas is stupid. Yeah. but you know, I, no, Austin is, is is very special. Yeah, it's it's a town I've always loved, it's and it's super super unique. Yeah, it's extremely I, unique. Is it very, very it's unique? Very unique. <laughs> I also feel like literally. I, I feel yeah. like I it don't. It is literally very unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I don't fit in that well in Hollywood. Um, just my sensibilities. I'm always forward thinking and always, you know, uh, ahead of the curve. Like like Silk, Texas. like Silk Road. Like, hey, let's make a TV show about a hacker, and and it all went to shit. And then Mr. Robot get com- gets made, and you oh. know. But that's what I tried to do a couple of years ago yeah. with the Silk Road guy. And um, I feel like maybe Texas people will be a little ahead of the curve. Oh. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, a sitcom about uh, guys dressing up like women to get a job. <laughs> that, I that, know your friend created it. He's a so. friend of the show, by the yeah, way. He's yeah, been yeah. on the show. And it's not like, his fault. It's I don't, I don't blame no, 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 the they creators. Are, they offered him money to do it. So, yeah. it's like, well... What else am I doing? I know, yeah. but you know, that's the the business is changing, so this might be a good time to go check something else out. Yeah. And and as Darren points out, it also has water, especially this this summer. Holy shit. What is with these people in Rancho wherever who are Santa Fe? Rancho they're like, No, we're rich. We get all yeah, the yeah. water we want. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, they, yeah. Everyone is not equal when it comes to water. Like, uh, this is what I would do with I was and this is the Badness. problem with the problem are rich, this is a really rich neighborhood in Southern Orange California. County? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Where they want to to like they're saying I have a 4 acre when I bought this 4 acres I wanted it to be grass so, so I should have the right to keep it I have lush money. And green. That's ridiculous and I think they will be legislated and voted out of that opinion. Yeah. Fuck that's ridiculous. You. Um 
On yeah. the face of it, it is ridiculous. Four years of this drought and um, Beverly Hills, their usage went up. Like everywhere, every you know community in in California, they they've conserved and everything has gone down. But it was Beverly Hills, or maybe it was Orange County. They're the same thing. You know what they do in Austin is they publish um, a list of people who use the most water. <gasps> they shame them publicly. They shame them. Yeah, <gasps> Rob Thomas, uh, semi friend of the show, a friend of the show. He's been on the show. Uh, he was listed at like number two behind uh-huh. uh, behind when he first moved to Austin behind. Um, I think Lance Armstrong, but Ooh. it was because, I mean, there was some mix up because he's, he doesn't have like a, a, a palatial place where, but it was like, yeah, I think it, it might have been when he filled his pool or something like that. They were saying, what are we supposed to have all these acres around our house just be dirt? Our, well, yeah, and, and then, our and mansion I'm all in for the public middle shaming of dirt? Of the, these people. How these about this? How about this? I have an idea for what to do with all that land around your house. Low income housing. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no more people. No more poor people or rich people. Everyone just take a break. Let's 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 okay. let, the, let the well Someday fill back a up. Real rain will come yeah. and wash all the. How about Jerry Brown just <laughs> turns the water off, like from midnight well, to that's, six? That's what's gonna happen. We're, to these you farmers. know what? We're all done. Yeah. This yeah. Fucking no, it's good. I mean, there. This is really good because we're rethinking how we allocate water. Um, anyhow, that's totally. Yeah. It's interesting stuff. Yes. That was just from the mail sack here. Wow. And last one is from Yari, who writes in, Hello, Murps. A few softballs. Um, it says, best and worst meal of the week. Oh, Ooh. that's easy. Of last week? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's so easy. I can't think no, of it. No, I had... Uh, well, I, I don't think about worst meals. I think about best meals. Like, worst meal was probably like a, a nut bar. Um, but the best meal, I went to my brother-in-law's brother's restaurant the Michelin star restaurant in Brooklyn. And it was delicious mm. and it was great and got to hang out with him and watch them make it. And, uh, it was unbelievable. It was a Danish inspired meal. It's a Copenhagen inspired meal. He used to work at Noma in Copenhagen. Mm. Um, that was mine. Mine was, um, all weekend, uh, the kiddish lunch after the ba- uh, bar mitzvah was delicious smoked salmon, cream cheese, uh, stuffed cabbage. No, uh, no, no stuffed cabbage, but smoked sable. I love smoked sable. Oh boy, was that Sable's good. Sable's the best. Yeah, it was really delicious. And a sustainable fish. Yes. Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. I did not know it. That's really good to know. Um, do, is sable always smoked, or no, can you you no, can? No, it's even better unsmoked. Oh, can you yeah. get it here? Uh-huh. It's also sometimes called black cod. Black cod. Uh, listen, maybe next time you make us dinner, will you make black cod? Yeah, uh, maybe I will. That's great. So that was really delicious. I love that food. And uh, food in New York is terrific. There's lots of fresh food available. Soups, especially. Everywhere you can get soup. It's a soup town. Yeah. Yeah, it's known as the big soup. The big soup. <laughs> L- the little ladle. Yeah. That's uh, Lower East Side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, Just look, when I think you, when you say the word New York, the first thing that comes to my mind. Ah, uh, soup. The big soup. Soup. <laughs> Such a fucking bad word too. It's I love soup, but soup. Just say that. Say that five. I went times. into a soup. deli and I I wanted some. I went into a deli and I was able to get a All little... Right, we're going long. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's good. Container of uh, steamed spinach with sesame oil and an avocado. Yeah, you can get whatever you want in New York. I love that place. Yeah. And the Trader Joe's has the exact same prices as here. So like California, like it used to be like a lemon would be like $3, you know, in New York. 
for whatever reason, just because they had these, you know, they didn't have big stores there. But now that Trader Joe's is open, you can get a bag of lemons for a buck fifty. Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. Steve, uh, the best meal was when I was in Austin because they have really good meat there. But it wasn't meat. It was strangely, it was a place called Sow and Salt or something like that, and it was a pastrami piece of, um. What's the fish that swims upstream? Salmon. Salmon. Mm. Pastrami salmon. Oh, oh, that sounds really delicious. So it was the spices, uh, the curing salts that go into pastrami, but in a piece of fish. Oh, yeah. And the worst was um, every other meal. <laughs> yeah. Because we're, we're closing up shop at the house, so there's no good meals getting made. The salty sow. Salty sow, yes. Yeah. That, I think, also uh, from Tyson's poem might be a good edgy name for a restaurant. Cow and Cowards. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Wouldn't that yeah, would be an good? An atheist restaurant, <laughs> yes. a, a, a secular restaurant. Two hundred percent. Don't vegan. you dare pray before you. Don't yeah, you dare yeah. say grace before your meal. Um. There's a surcharge. I cooked a meal for my family in New York. That was really good. And I went to to Italy. That's a, this fancy uh, Italian super superstore. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. And I got like I got reasonable stuff there. Got. Had some raw clams. It was great. Mm. Yeah, you make them. a nice. What did you make that time? Braised short ribs. Sure. Oh, that was good. Uh, favorite Prince song, Yari's second softball. When eh. doves cry. Sure. I'm not a huge Prince fan. I, n- I don't have anything against him, and I, I think he's an amazing musician. And uh, uh, but you don't have a favorite? Yeah. Pink, 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 pink. Um. I'm the I'm the guy that uh, when they speak of Francis Ford Coppola, I say, "Well, his best movie is The Conversation." Like, what? <laughs> That's who made? That? No, it's The Godfather. No, it's Apocalypse it's Now. So, Laverne and Shirley. It's Laverne. got Shirley in it. You know? Yeah. Who? What? Cindy. Williams. Is that the one where yeah. at the end he's just playing saxophone yeah. after <laughs> having, having <laughs> pull his yes. room apart? Yes. Yeah. I did not understand the movie. Okay. Well, I'll explain it to you off air, but. Um, yeah, can we take I, that offline, people? They th- yeah, we'll we'll loop into a, co- a conference call later. Yeah, but if you want to, so when periscope, it so when you, you say wanna... Prince, everyone's Purple Rain, nineteen ninety nine. When doves cry, when doves cry, darling Nikki. I go. Uh, I could never take the place of your man. Oh, that's a great one too. That is. It's like, a sexy song. Um, where did I see it? I saw it recently. Oh, I saw my morning jacket a couple of years ago, and they uh, did an encore where they covered it. Um, and I was like, this is a really good song. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, sign of the times, Prince. It's a little later hmm. before he went completely batshit crazy. Uh, Watchtower, Jehovah's Witness. Can we play a little bit? Working on it. Yes, you're a superstar. But that's, you know, that's the kind of guy I am. Okay, I, can, I, I can never say, uh, you know, just hit skip Ed. I can, I can never say the obvious. I have to go to some deep cut, but. When you listen to it, it's a really, really good song. Yeah, it's uh, catchy. It is, um, and it, it's got it's up tempo. I like I like faster songs. I did not know that he was bad bleep crazy. You can say shit. It's okay. It's an option. Okay, I'm just saying you don't need to bleep. But did did he go crazy? I mean, it, you know, he became very religious, and uh, he he sort of distanced himself from his sexy past and. Uh, and became a Jehovah's Witness and would go, you know, in, in Minneapolis and go door to door. Which is kind of What would you, now, there you go. What would you do if Prince come and knock on your door and say, do you have Jesus in your life? I say, come on in. 
Come on in. Come have on a, in. Have a cookie. I have just made. <laughs> you want a cookie? Very short ribs. Quesadilla. You want a quesadilla or cookie? <laughs> How about a clam? <laughs> it's fresh from cows and cowards. <laughs> I order fresh. They deliver. Is it not going to play? Uh, it's not on YouTube, interestingly. Really? But, yeah. Well, I, I, I found. Okay. Uh, I found. Uh, you bought it for 99 cents? Yeah. For you guys. Thank oh, you Marty. Thing. That's special. Um, what did you answer your? I, I I just don't know Prince that well. Oh, so you don't even know a good Prince song? No, no. I mean, I know the, all the ones you mentioned. Oh, and they're fine. You know, here's him performing it live. Um. Like the beat. Maybe skip to the middle. <laughs> oh yeah, I like this song. Yeah. Maybe that's not ten yards, is it? Yeah. Well, like, what am I gonna do? It's not, yeah. Ow! It's a good pop song. Yeah, yeah, I like that. The chorus is good. You're you're in the the verse there. All right. Yeah, I get whatever. Look it's, it up later. It's a good song. Uh, then Yari's last softball is: you have a three-story high building. Each room has to be movie themed. What are the themes and why? That's a crazy. That's, that's crazy not a talk. softball. Like that's a, a softball. That's, that's like, like a, a math novel. equation. That's a book. Yeah, that's an that's, essay. That's a high school essay. You take that on the okay, GREs. Just uh, uh, LSAT question. Okay, just a movie theme. One of your movie theme room. You have an a extra, room or a story. Uh, let's say you have an extra room in your house that you have to theme to a movie. Jane Austen. That's not a movie. That okay, an English pastoral. <laughs> Masterpiece Theater. That's a theme. I want a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, good one. That's a very That's good the, one. Notice I said Willy Wonka and the Chocolate oh, Factory. Oh, you mean not pick Charlie a movie, not a genre. Yeah, that was the question. Okay, Pride and Prejudice. Of course. Tampopo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Because it, yeah. it would be, there'd be ramen in there. Oh, I, always, I always love it. It's the soup. Okay, let me think of this. Soup. Is, it's it's soup. 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 Say that word. It's a weird word. Soup. Soup. Uh, a lot of vowels. Soupy. Two to one. Uh, one to one vowels to consonants. Not a lot of words with. Like sequoia. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Just blew our minds. Rain Man. <laughs> hold, just, like, hold the book. You just, did, is that, that have is more that vowels? True? Sequoia is the one word that would have all the vowels. Oh, there I, might be in, other in words the shortest in the shortest. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So and you have that chambered in your brain too. Yep. Quaking Jeez. aspen and sequoia. <laughs> <laughs> Something with the uh, evergreen. Jeez. <laughs> He's got evergreen brain. Wow. Uh, now that Steve is leaving uh, to Austin, Godspeed. Yari, Thank you. Uh, it's time to dig up the recipe for the pink ascot and get drunk. All the best, Yari from oh. Finland. Thank you, Yari. That's such Thank a great. Thank you, Yari. Note. So just so everyone knows, reiterating, June twenty eighth. Four to six, if you don't listen live uh, during the week because you're working or you have shit to do or the timing's bad, this is from four to six Pacific Daylight Time on a Sunday, and you should get your drinks ready. Uh, we did Pink Askets last time, and we might do that this time. That but was it, delicious. Uh, yes, and for those of you who don't know, that's, uh, that's Grapefruit Crystal Light, pink, r- Ruby Grapefruit Crystal Light. Shut up! Which is no longer made, and gin, and the tears from Lithless... Gin, gin is still made. Gin is still made. And then the tears from Lithless Masturbation. This adds a little soupçon of So that's saltiness. a drink that uh, Julianne Moore could not have? Because uh, no. she cannot cry? Yeah. She, she, she go, it's... Julianne! Per- How does uh, the, the pink ascots coming? 
can do this. I can do it. I can do this. You're sad. It's a good drink, but it's missing something. Shut up. God, your dogs are annoying. Okay, I, w- I want you to fake laugh now. I'm going to talk about my uh, great aunt, my great aunt uh, Shirley, who, who was who was a survivor. She uh, I won't do it. She was an no, Auschwitz. But here's what I want. No, uh, cacao. No, uh, Krakow. What was the other one? Krakow. Krakow. Dachau. Dachau. Yeah. Thank you. Duh. Um. Yeah. Prince made YouTube take down all his songs, according to Darren. He's oh, cuckoo. Thank, How do you make Darren YouTube knows do something? Everything. Did you know I visited the Tumblr page for the first time? It's oh. amazing. Tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. You it guys, is it's a, you guys do a fantastic job. Oh, we should keep it up on, when we do it. Sorry. Because they list everything that we talk about, they pull from the internet, Wikipedia and pictures and, yeah. and so news articles and it's fantastic. If we mention like human anatomy, don't, don't go on there because then there'll be like horrible <laughs> pictures. Uh, so here's what I want is uh, I want you guys to email, if, especially if you haven't before, email some, some something nice for Steve. And then uh, this will be in a couple weeks, but I do want to get drink ideas. Like what should be the theme? There is the Nooner beer that Sierra Nevada makes. Um, but it might, Low alcohol. It's a session beer, right? Yeah. yeah. Low alcohol. That's not going to get anything... It's not going to get any. Uh, it's not going to make the. It's not going to get Giselle to say the word "pussy" on the air. We need, we need. We need to get. I don't know how many martinis she needs to guzzle, but we need to hear like, "Oh, I have a pussy." And this it wants a cookie. I want something that is tasty, but also high concentration of alcohol because I don't like to drink too much. So just one and done type of thing. So it need to be a good one. Rip no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we'll. We, I want drink ideas, and then we should... Uh, this Cinematic Life was asking if we could get my friend Emily uh, Cook on the podcast. Maybe I'll ask her. She'll she'll probably come at least for an hour and talk about all her screenwriting uh, escapades, of which she, she has many. Um, but in the meanwhile, just uh, send in an email, just anything. That's Record at, yourself and, fake laughing. And keep yes, sending in scripts. I know Senor Smoke is planning to send in a little script for uh, Can I Finish Theater? Mm-hmm. Nothing more than a page or page and a half. Yeah, page, page and a half. That is all, but that would be great. Yeah, all right. And and just send in an email. Just send in whatever. And can we do a plug? Yes, please plug That's away. What she's been waiting well, for. Well, because I'm doing a live uh, storytelling tomorrow night. About your plumbing? No. Oh, I see. No. I'd come then. I'm out. Tomorrow night, I'm doing storytelling at a venue in North Hollywood called Story Salon. It starts at 7.30 at a place called The Art Parlor, which is on Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Uh, and so that will be there. All right. At, at Steve Cougar, at Giselle Nett, at Marty U, at Nooner Dan Marty. Email at noonerpodcast at gmail.com and we will see you next Tuesday. Fuck.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.